Far away friends, welcome back as, as we get our act together over here. Um, friends, curiosity seekers, and connoisseurs of fantasy, thank you. Uh, a, few, uh, a few things before we go, um, before we get right back into the story, because we, we left ourselves in a rather perilous place, at least for one member of the fellowship, potentially more. Um, this is, I'll, we'll, we'll uh, do this reminder a couple more times and then probably try to front load it, but uh, this is a dark fantasy, so the content may not be appropriate for viewers of all ages. Please use your discretion. Um, the topics covered are varied, and because this is an actual play show, and uh, contrary to, po <laughs> to some belief, is, is not scripted, nor will it ever be, so uh, although I have an idea of the, the larger plot, um, the exact way that things play out can be lighthearted, can be gruesome, can be heartfelt, you know, and all of that. Um, Eldritch Foundry is still with us, so thank you, Eldritch Foundry, for continuing to be here. And I will try to remember my, I will try to be a better host this time and get the trivia question in before, uh, before we break, instead of um, having people scramble for afterward. Ikemas. Mm. I think for I think for I think for today that's yeah that's probably good. Um, okay, so we return. Can we get the <laughs> yes. candle of tales? Candle, candle of, of tales. tales. Here we go. Yes. And this time we'll do it without knocking it over. Yeah. Almost. Almost knocking it over. No, 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 no. That was me last time. Wow. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. That was yeah. a sign. You're just channeling. You're channeling some 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 Catrin there. Some energy for you. Ooh, it exploded everything. It's been too many times. Did it get you? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so big. It's part of my notebook now. <laughs> <laughs> As well it should be. Mm. And we have a uh, we have a journal entry, yes? Okay. Miss Wesa. Yeah, Wesa. Yeah, Wesa. What's up, Wesa? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have long awaited this new blade, my dagger of venom. I'm so excited that I know its maker's hands, their words, their power. May they work through me with every motion I take. Vigilus and Katrin really put so much magic into this production. Its weight stills me when I hold it. And I recognize that I now carry a new responsibility with this weapon. I place it on my altar, which holds the presence of the three deities of my homeland. I haven't yet anyone else see it, other than Nilili, of course, who felt their presence immediately. I'm so grateful she's here. I'm tending to this new altar daily. I gathered so much water from the storm to keep Tlaloc happy, as well as many flowers from the Kithki quarters in devotion to the Quattle. And I have gathered much blood from my training, which Tuscatli, of course, welcomes with a smile. It is quite a strange new orientation to bring their presence into the walls of Germentum like this. I can't help but wonder if Mother would be proud to see what I've picked up from her priestess work, or if she would be disgusted by its simplicity. She has a way of prioritizing the visual layer. I must stay grateful for how she both how both her skill and ignorance continue to teach me. Perhaps this altar is the first of many steps I must take in bridging the homelands of my past and present. As this war approaches, I pray for easy passage and diplomacy beyond prejudice and beyond my mind. We need to come together, although I still can barely imagine it. It could only be a miracle of the gods. Oof. Wow. Mm. Well done. Oh, man. 
both her skill and her ignorance mm, continue to teach me. That's no, I'm, I, I I feel that in real life. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. sometimes sometimes being skillful, sometimes being ignorant. <laughs> oh, so want to follow you for just just a bit. Where did you go after you laid the this new empowered item down? And you had altered the quality of the space and you could smell it in the air. For you, literally, smell it in the air. Where did I go inside or where did I go physically? Either way. Both are informative. Um, mm, I went into like a a no time space, really, uh, where I imagined the presence of these deities around me and just really, really asking for their blessing. And yeah, I just, I went really kind of deep into the nothing for some time. Okay. As you're meditating there and considering that carefully, you feel someone else enter into that space with you. Physically or energetically? Your eyes open and you've managed to put yourself into a void. Mm -hmm. You see a young man approaching. Mm. Familiar features and without a word he, and you can you can sense this as well. He's at the very limits of his ability, and he can't quite get to you. Mm-hmm. So instead, he sits down in this void, looking around. Brother, can you hear me? Make a make a religion check. You can feel his breath rather than hear it Mm. go out. And although there's a thread of frustration across his face that's so close to your own, but in male form, and he dolefully shakes his head. It gives you a little smile anyway and just locks eyes with you for as long as the two of you can maintain. And when you when you come to when it fades because you can only hold that for so long because you're holding having to hold space for someone who and you, you realize now you know Tatiana he's not schooled the way that you are. He had found his way perhaps just through dint of sheer will or through the blood to you that far but he doesn't have your technique. Um, Very different life path. Uh, And you think of, you can't help but think of the many times that you've been in Titus and Livia's presence and the easy back and forth and how whatever decisions your mother and father made, it cheated you, it robbed you of, of 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 that blood deep camaraderie with the only other person who's ever going to understand you to that level. 
uh, in that moment, what do you do? I shout out. Mm. I ask for your help. Please let him see me. The only answer is a little, a little flame, a little ripple, and maybe, maybe the uncaring wind outside picks up. And in that moment, uh, we try to murder Marcus. Oh, oh no! This escalated. A whole speech for that. Obviously, this is uh, quite public at this point. Quite. So we have a number of things going on, my dears. Uh, let's see. We have an Alishley, Titus. This time on church. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and oh boy, yep. Boom. Alrighty. So get you get you here. We were on ground level, weren't we? You were off to the oh. we didn't actually go into the temple because guys stopped me. Off to the side, yeah. Okay. Um Baby, now let me get these guys. Handle. Mm. Boop. Handle. Mm, Lumiers. <laughs> and okay, another campaign when they come uh, to life. Titus, you still have Jerob on you. Yes, I do. So oh, shit. So he has this swaddled babe on my his boy. chest. Yeah. And a sword on my back. And. Where do you want to uh, show? I would have been closer because I was actually going to speak to Cassius. Yeah. So I was kind of on that other side because okay. I was this is on one side. Mary's I was mirroring uh, Rutilius. All right. Now, Mary, well, he was taking I know notes. you were. You were up, and he was charging up, and I'll roll to see that in a second. Um. Initially, you had pulled up next to him. Mm-hmm. And besides, you have enough range. You have enough reach, even even there to even there to connect. I'm going to warn you. Depending on how this battle goes, there is a real chance of getting burnt by the candles that are. How big are they? Pretty big. Pretty big. All right. And. Wait, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> the candles are only that big, or they're. No, they're pretty about. That's like the torch light is that uh, long. about like this. And no, so you have the so you have like, you know, the long wax oh. the long wax body of the candle. Yeah. So think of like um, you know, ones that you pretty chunky, pretty right. chunky ones, and you have ten of them. Okay. It's like uh, this five on this. And, and they're like on near my like head height? Uh for you ish, yeah. Ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the tallest. Because they're because they're arrayed in a arrayed in a pyramid. Okay. So you've got a crowd going on. I'm gonna go ahead and get the the five hostiles on here, because they had not, they had not approached. Notice that this is still, even though this is a built-up temple, uh, this is still a fairly rustic affair, where you do have some uh, masonry around the temple, 
but Geromentum itself is not hugely built up yet. So you don't have, you know, like last episode I had said that the marketplace was a morass after the downpour. Mm -hmm. So it's not uh, not completely covered. Uh, oop. They were lurking back here. Lingers. So you have. <laughs> it's the hand motion. <laughs> yeah, so you've got. They are all Templars and citizens of Jeremiah, correct? You've got home, dude. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's. Everybody is a. Uh, everybody here is a citizen. The only Templar I placed, even though he's not that yes. short, I placed on the red so that you can know where he's at right here. Mm -hmm. Is Cassius? Yeah, yeah, Templar Cassius. So you have. Um, Beacon Flavius, you've got some, his little, I want to try not to lean too far over because I know it, um, you lose the noise, but the brothers are horrified and they can't see everything. They're kind of trying to jostle around because they can't see everything because of the pillars. Beacon Flavius is really small. No, that's a, uh, that's a Kithki lamp. Uh, Kith yeah, Kithki okay. brother. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. got it. Just yeah, Kithki brother. He's one of the few that's even anywhere in the hierarchy of the Church of Light. It's one of the first that obviously would not happen anywhere other than here. So Beacon, Beacon Gaius, who's by himself, um, one of the, from the Sojourners. And he was close to all of this. He had tried to stay near to Marcus, and he's in danger of having the candelabra topple on him uh, and burn him. And then you have... Pious guys? And then you have a number of other... What's that? Pious guys. Yeah. And then you have another, I'm being a little bit silly with this flag, but uh, it is awakening. So you have people celebrating, um, and they're like, oh, cool. Well, uh, <laughs> Dinner Huntress, and show. Yeah. Huntress, yeah, Hunt, Huntress came by. There's some kids who had been malingering here on the steps. Uh, mm -hmm. And watching. And then you had, uh, actually, probably more than that, but you had a couple, couple people up couple people back there who were cheering on just, you know, anything, basically anything that the Church of Light does. Lighting torches, woo, awakening, and not thinking about the fact that one is uh, contradictory to the other. Um, let's see. Yeah, north. So yeah, that is, that's east, because they're all, um, they're always situated to the rising sun. Uh, okay. Uh, Rutilius. Ah, good catch. And all the... Mm. Alba, was oh, she's gonna be next to the she's gonna be next to the candelabra. Yep. All right, I'm gonna snatch I'm gonna snatch this so you know that there are still some people here. Oof, yeah, no, it's get, it's getting cozy. It's a little cool. cozy in there. Scattered. <laughs> just right for all sorts. Just knock down the candelabra. <laughs> yeah. Just toss it at someone. Um, <laughs> Alba, who was the other person? Rutilius. Rutilius. Yeah, he was to would be next to me on the right because yeah. he was to, he was like the scribe. Yeah. Switch off a guy so he could have questions. Yeah. Yep. He's gonna be he's gonna be about there. Um, okay, so because Templar Cassius initiated violence, even though you are quicker, he gets his he gets his first move. Um, he's a lot taller than you, but go ahead and make an athletics roll and see how well you can block him. I was trying to grab his arm, the sword arm that he's using. That was that would be what I would want to do. Okay. Still grab. Huh? Uh, yeah. Just 
Let me clarify. Can I, mm-hmm. I want to grab? Oh yeah, the actual sword arm. Trying to grab him. Uh, still make an athletics check. Basically, he's trying to hurt. Twenty-three. He's trying. Basically, he's trying to hurdle you. Yeah. Okay. So you jump up, <laughs> and yeah. Now make a. Um, now make a grapple check. That one is. Is this grapple? Is that just uh, strength? Or athletics? athletics. Be thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So you do enter. You do intercept him. <clears throat> he manages to spin around you. And. Manages to spin around you and thunk into him. Already rerolled that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Marcus. So you just ate uh, six points. And okay, you were moving. You're not there. How far uh, away am I from this? I'm at the sparring pits, aren't I? You're at a while. You're a while. A while away. Yeah. So both of both of y'all are out. Uh, initially, you're going to be next. Okay. <laughs> okay. Remind me again. So if I do my shadow armor, do I also get an additional action? You no longer need to do shadow armor. You, oh, you have yeah. internalized the shadows. Okay, the shadows are internalized. So let's, let's <laughs> what we'll do is um, I'm going to go ahead. Just quite a comment, but yes. <laughs> the shadows are internalized. Yeah. They're in me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the winter's harvest from behind. It's like perched on my, yeah. like that right now. And quickly, can you show me again where he is? He's just... Maybe he's, he's just right. He's, he's right there. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. Can I, if I swing? I uh, if I swing down instead of up, I won't hit anyone else. You have a okay. clear shot. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna swing uh, down over his head in like one movement. Okay. And um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as a uh, as a bonus action, and I'm going to remind you of this because you can do this now. Mm-hmm. As a bonus action, would you either like to uh, cast Scorn of Night, or would you like to go into a rage? I Is think I'll go into a rage. Go, okay, you go into a rage. Okay, so you feel that <laughs> uh, she roars. Uh, she roars out of Let's nowhere. You're bringing this. You're bringing this Do down it. with your body. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> there you go, Donnie. Uh, roll, roll to hit. He does have an option to do an act of parry because he's quite skillful. He is not doing that. It should be an advantage because he's mm. flanked. Uh, no. Oh, never mind. It's on there. Could be worse. None. What do I add that to again? Plus six. Plus six. That's fifteen. Which uh, currently is good enough to hit him. Yes. That would not be good enough if he was in full armor, but he. But that would have raised too many flags. All right, baby. Roll damage. Uh, one die ten, and while yep. you're in a rage, it's one die ten plus okay. five. Did she get plus two there because she was in a rage? What's that? Yeah. No, that's oh, adding the plus two. One die ten. Uh, um, this one? Nope. This one? Three, four. Yeah. Three, four. Okay. Yeah. One die ten plus. Yeah, a total of five. That's an own six. That's a six? Wait, is it? Is it a nine or a six? That is a nine. Oh. Whew. Nice. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. Uh oh. 
So yeah, no, that's uh, that's he, that's fourteen points for him. Uh, you discover another thing as you're in this rage. The dread mother's remember the dread mother's fury is not hot; it's cold. Mm-hmm. Roll another die four. Ooh. Mm. The pyramid. The pyramid. pyramid die. Oh, oh, okay, so this is what happens because 14 would have been enough to kill him on its own. So, as you're bringing it down and it begins to make contact with his flesh, he does have uh, he does have um, riveted leather on right now. Marching up an articulated plate, again, probably would have betrayed them. <laughs> he does have a suit. Oh, yeah. But as you hit, there is a weird sound. And as you begin to cleave into him, maliciously, you see his flesh instantly freezing and crystallizing as you're hitting him. Not necrotic. Uh, It's uh, it's like you're flash you're uh, flash freezing him as you're hitting. Uh, How do you send him to the hells? Boy. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to. As like like I can see his like from the point where I'm hitting him here, it's all kind of going blue and white and it's starting to like crackle yeah. almost. Yeah. Okay, so at that point, um, I'm still gonna keep driving my weapon down through, like even if if I can through. Okay. <laughs> um, <Jesus>. Yeah, uh, <laughs> through. And at that point, I'm just going to let Tescotley, Dread Mother, just in my mind, just take him. Okay. Uh, you cleave, you cleave here, you get, you get into his chest, and then there's a weird, and you see this arm shoot off of his body, like grabbing a piece of soap and having it shoot out of your hand. Um, make a, as you're doing that, make a dexterity check. And see if uh, anything happens with the candelabra, if you can guide him off of you. I'm pretty good today. Uh, I'm going to say that's a... What, um, Your dexterity is what? It's on the side. Plus three. Plus that's three. a yep. 20. Ooh, okay. Dirty 20. Yeah. Dirty 20. Okay. Dirty 20. Uh, is there... Okay, yeah. So do you, you just want to do as little as little collateral damage as possible? Yes. As he's going down? Yeah. All right. You... Uh, you drive him almost straight down. Nice. The body begins to thump down the steps. Uh, all right, that's at 16. Titus here at 12. Um, so you and you and Marcus are going at the same time. However, one of them, actually, no, uh, no, actually, a lot more than one. There's a reason he picked these guys. All right. You sprout. Uh, you sprout two more blades that that just thunked into your body for um, uh, six and five points of damage. So eleven more. Yeah, eleven more. No. Uh, on top of the six. Boom! Boom! That happens so fast. One of them has, yeah, actually one of them does. Fastest of them. Okay, and there was a third, there was a third blade. That one sails past you, and sails past your wife's head. 
uh, goes completely, even though he's technically behind, just goes completely over the Kifki lan lantern bearer. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Um, oh boy. You're, you are not going to have to make a roll. You uh, make, a, uh, make a wisdom check, Randy, because this violence was so sudden and vicious. Uh, 17. Okay. You do have your wits about you. Um, you start to feel something uh, almost instantly. The two daggers that are sticking out of you, the two throwing knives that are sticking out of you, begin to burn. Make, a, make two con checks for me. Uh, con on the first one will be... It's two, so 19 on the first one. Okay. Good job. And then seven on the second. Okay. So your chosen essence, this weird, this weird divine flame inside of you comes up, and you can feel the first one, which is buried in your ribs for six points of damage. That's a lot of damage on the throwing blade, so that they, they buried that in you. Um, and yet you're still somehow on your feet. Obviously, having taken that much damage, even a, a normal man who is like Titus' size, size would already be dead. Mm. Um, that's, what, 19 points of damage that you've eaten? Uh, 11, 17. yeah, 17, yeah, 17 points of damage. So that's already over, that's already over the 10 plus the 20. 15 is usually around max for human uh, in a more realistic campaign, um, barring some weird, really weird stuff. But any road, you should be dead right now. You feel that chosen essence flowing up inside of you, fighting off whatever, whatever taint is on this dagger. On the second one, however, because they struck simultaneously, it gets in and you feel your innards begin to burn. Okay. Uh, Red Boo. Uh, yeah, first I guess I'll take off Jerem, uh, the baby. Okay. And hand him to Rutilius. Would that be my full action? That's your action. Okay. You know what? Um, I'm actually going to take that baby and I'm going to put him around on my back. And I'm going to walk up and draw my sword and attack this one. The baby's directly behind me on my back. And I want to draw my sword. And as I say, I go. Kneel, and then shh. you can be you can be extra careful and attack with disadvantage, or you can not worry about the physics of Jerem on your back, and you can swing like you normally would. Hmm. Your choice. I will go at disadvantage. Okay, the man pretends not to see you, and doesn't respond, doesn't act at all. He's completely, but he, by the way, that was the one who just buried this, yep, buried the dagger in him for six points. Um, and he's completely focused. He has, he has a faraway look in his, like in his eyes it's, and there's nobody home. Well, there's somebody home, but he, you don't, you don't exist to him right now. Because to do so, he's, he's oath-breaking as well, so to, yep. to do so, to acknowledge what's going on right now would be hideous to him. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Roll to him. All right. First roll, that is a crit, 20. Oh, shit. Uh, so at disadvantage. Yep. Ooh. Crit again. Uh, that is uh, 10 to hit. Okay. Um, he... Should have not cared about the baby, but I kind of do. <laughs> no, no, you have to. No, no, <laughs> yeah, you have to. He moves, uh, he shifts just a, just a little bit away from you, still without making eye contact. Um, the huntress here... Screams, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and I'll axe and surge as he kind of shifts away and kind of bring my sword back up to cut him in the throat. Okay, uh, describe to the our faraway friends what happens to you. Oh. Uh, axe and surge, basically as Titus has that one white eye with those scars, it does kind of light up and it gives him a little bit more of a brutal strong out to him, but it's a second wave of attack. So as he missed, 
He's actually going to bring the sword back up and just go directly for the throat. Very importantly for your subjective experience, you call on that part of yourself that starts to slow everything in the world down. Yep. And so it's just, you see just him like, shifting, and then you bring up, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to get that great, that great. Yeah. Well, you also have very good technique, though. So you're you're yeah. bringing, you just twist and your wrist because of the baby. I'd say for flavor, he will be using it as one hand. That's why it's at the disadvantage. Okay, because he is sure. All right, uh, that is fifteen to hit and 10, 12. twelve to hit. Twelve. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. It's worth it. I tried. Uh. Um, she wouldn't have her bow strong. Okay. Uh, she d- she runs she runs at, uh, runs at that guy. Takes her knife out yeah. and stabs him. Thank goodness. That's our Lord, you fucking moron! I mean, she she dug it into him pretty good. Doesn't doesn't stop though. Okay, uh, as you feel that. As you feel that coursing through you, what do you do, Randy? I am going to pull Alba down to the ground. Okay. She's stunned. She's stunned. Right. That's why I'm pulling her down. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to try to call up on the healing power that I've done before to try to just fortify myself against what's going on. Okay. Um. You pull her. <laughs> you pull her down. Uh, make. Make. Uh, make an athletics roll. It'll be pretty easy. But. Yeah. Right. Uh, four. Okay. <laughs> make a dex check. You do pull her down. Uh, that's twelve. Okay. Um, she as you're as you're pulling her down, she kind of lurches. And without even really thinking, she's trying to shield you, and so you get you get tangled for a second. Her leg, her knee, as you guys are dropping to the ground, fetches up against the candelabra that's next to you, and it and it wavers for a second. And I wanted to see if it was going to topple over, but it doesn't. Um, the one uh, Kithki uh, Kithki lantern bearer is screaming, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Um, Flavius at this point uh, screams, "Madness!" And he vanishes into the. I imagine that's his voice. He vanishes vanishes down there. Uh, uh, Beacon Gaius throws his body on top of yours. Nice guys. That's how I like him. And uh, yeah, I mean he's a he's a he's a pretty large pretty large dude. Just throws himself on 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 top of you, and you hear him. You hear him praying right now. This guy rules. Uh, okay. I am very. Oh, I'm sorry. There was one last one. Who is the slow one? Slow one. Well, Unless least too dangerous. But he's a simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant slow. Um. <laughs> And he cannot do that. Okay, so he will check this real quick. See if he has enough movemento to do this. And then still, still okay. Yeah. All right. So he runs. This is some ball, balls of iron on this guy. 
he runs here and then as a second action dashes on top of Do I get an attack of opportunity? Oh. Either of us? Good question. Yeah. Uh, you do not, Corey, because of how he's going. You know what? You know what, Donnie? He is not really watching you. So yeah, I do have that big ass sword. Go ahead. Alright. Come do it. on. It's gotta be something good. Uh crit. You are oh. still at disadvantage. Oh no. Yeah. That's oh two crits. God. That's two Forget crits. Forget about that baby. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, that's, that's 15 to hit. Okay, that's a hit. Go for oh, it. Thank God. Wow. Uh, forget about that baby. Don't tell, don't tell the baby I said that. Don't tell Charlie. Don't tell, don't tell him I said that. Uh, so that is five, nine points of damage. Okay. Um, he, he stumbles. He looks rough. You see yeah. gushing uh, blood coming down. I know in this game system, we don't normally do system shock, but that he was, and he is ready for a suicide run, but he's not ready for a great sword to just tear out, tear out, you know, yeah, T4 through T6. Um, yeah, no, he fanatics through and he steps, but he's, he looks like a stiff breeze could kill him. And then he gets on top of, he gets on top of all of you. So he's trying to stand on, and remember, it's this weird slanted thing. He's trying to stand, get his knife out, and like reach around the beacon to try to to try to get you, to try to get you in the clavicle, and, and sink and sink the dagger in. Your wife is screaming, "No, no!" Her hand her hand is up. You're tr- you're you're kind of tangled up. You're not trapped, but you're kind of tangled up in these in these writhing bodies right now. And would you get an attack of opportunity? Uh, no, because he moves into the space, but he hasn't moved oh, out of the space. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Um, okay, you are up, though. Can I ask a question? Sorry, before. Sure. Uh, what is everyone else surrounding doing? In that first round, they're just screaming. Okay. Uh, the hunt, the huntress went, and there are some Miramadon, you know, not far off. Yeah. I mean, because you're pretty close I to it. I mean, Rutilius would have a dagger, too, to be ready they, to out. They see, oh, you know what? Thank you for reminding me about yeah. Rutilius. If anything, you'd throw his quill and get <laughs> someone's face, and it'd be comically. Um, his first that. duty, his first duty is to you. Mm-hmm. So you feel him, uh, no, you know what, that, no. Uh, you know what Rutilius does this round? He runs up and he snatches, and you feel the weight of Jerem yes. off Take of you. Take the baby. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 oh, that's fair. Um, ooh. Uh, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna factor that oh, in, Donnie. No worries. No, 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 no. I'm going to factor that in, because... It wasn't. It wasn't your fault that I forgot about Rutilius. Oh no! Um, I never forget about my boy. <laughs> no, no, nor, 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 sh- nor should you. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Corey, go. You're up. Can I pull out my Gladius? You can. Can mm. I pull out my shield? No. Okay. I'll pull my Gladius. Badarathi. <laughs> and I will attempt to hit. Uh, that is seventeen. Yep. Yep, you, yeah. you punch through the leather that he's that And he's wearing. he is within allies, right? Yes, yes he is. Okay. Uh, it's 2d6. You can Gaius is actively struggling against him right now. That'll be 7. 13. Yeah, you lift him up with that. The torrent of blood comes out of his mouth. <laughs> and he too joins. He I too joins. Can I make bodies. my movement? <laughs> uh, you may. Uh, with... Rage and tears. For Perrin! And, and he charges towards one of the bowmen or whatever that, that the guy the guy in front of him. 
That guy right there. This one? Okay. Yep. All right. Just barrels at him. Okay. Nice. The dashing, the dashing Kithki, or the running Kithki, I should say, because dashing has a very particular term. You're up, baby. Okay, so who? which one was the other, did I see who one of the other people that threw the knives was? Yeah, all, basically. All these, of those three? Basically all, these three are left, yeah. Okay. Um, and how many feet are, is the furthest one on the left in front of me? Uh, you could, you can just get there. I can just get there? Yeah. All right, um, I will move to just slightly, like in front of the furthest one on the left. Okay. Actually, you know what, with your reach, you can stop about here and still attack. Okay. As you're dashing down the steps. Can I swing Winter's Harvest through the one in front of Merrick and swing it and bring it through to the other one with enough force? Uh, you don't think so. Okay. Um, all right. Not I'm, yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not yet. And I'm still not in a rage. You are furious. It is. <laughs> it's more. It's an. It, it's alternate because this is the first time you've ever really used this in combat. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. a compo was one thing, but this is this is blood now. This is life and death. So you're alternating between between roaring and like the chill death of winter, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a journey for you. But okay. Winter's harvest of stealth right now is. <sighs> yes. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the one on the far left, then the slightly darker green one. Okay. And I'm going to um, swing from the left around, um, straight through his body, not stopping, just like, Rah! and bring it, bring it all the way through. Let's see how hard you can hit him. Yeah. Okay. All right, go for it. Wow. All right. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Oh. Wait, what is that? Plus. Uh, six, six with this weapon. Nine. Nine. All right, he avoids that. You feel the rage course through you, and the world doesn't get slower, but the rage course uh, courses through you and almost of a force of its own. Remember, when you're raging, you can make a bonus attack. Mm-hmm. And so you get to make a second attack. Oh my God. Did you? Yes. Oh. I love you, rage. She's a little OP right now, but that's okay. 20, 20, 20. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> did you roll a one? Two. I rolled a two. A two? Okay, shout out to the two crew. Ever if you're watching, there you go. Two <laughs> okay, you uh, you get blinded by this wave of of desire from Winter's Harvest, and you are pretty sure now that it doesn't does not understand that there's an outside world or doesn't care right now, because it just wants blood, blood, blood. And you have a moment where it feels like the weapon is pulling Allie back behind you. And it wants to go into the blood puddle that's over here. Ooh. <laughs> oh my God. Where you stab him, stab the corpse. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Gigantic <laughs> Lovely. Oh, my God. oh, that's awesome. So that is going on, and you you feel something building inside of you. Randy, mm. you also feel your blood beginning to boil. Uh, make a um, nature, make a nature roll. Seventeen. Oh yeah. Um, Eighteen. Yeah. So oh, for whatever reason, whatever <laughs> reason, the voice of one of the traders that would come occasionally come through Pullocks mm-hmm. rises up, and you remember a discussion about a certain difficult to obtain, but nasty taint called Ansara's Kiss. 
and you don't know if that's what's coursing through you right now, but it might be. And now it's time for you to make a religion check, my friend. Pray to Lord. <laughs> I am inspired still. Uh, yes, you are, Randy. Yes. Oh. Can I use one of your d20s? Mm-hmm. You. You, you can wait on that. Oh, his rolls. I have... Does he need to wait, or does he roll with it? Oh, it's just rolling the damage. Okay. Yeah, and this time, uh, it's going to be 17. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> it would have been 10 with mine. You, uh, which is... Magic uh, emeralds. Your wisdom's 18, yeah? Yeah, but it's an intelligence-based skill. Yeah. No, 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 I was oh, look, look, looking for something else, but yeah, just making sure it's plus four. Okay. Um, this is the first time that you've asked for this gift to help somebody who's not you. It feels different. Uh, it doesn't feel, it still feels powerful. It still feels nigh unknowable. It does not feel uplifting. It doesn't feel glorious. It feels like you're fighting for your life right now. Mm. And so your wife's on top of you. Beacon Gaius is on top, more or less. Uh, Beacon Gaius is, uh, is on top of you. So not too many people see. It's hard to see. But there is this muffled golden light that comes out from all of their bodies. Uh, roll a die eight plus four. On pile. Uh, seven. And that includes my Disciple of Life? Uh, yes. Does that kick in already at two? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Nice. So it's a uh, spell level plus level. Oh, plus level. Okay. So, uh, so that's another plus two for you. Or, no, plus, plus three two. for you. Yeah. So ten total. Ten total. Uh, three and then plus your wisdom uh, four, modifiers. Four, seven, and then plus three. So it's fourteen. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Nice. Yeah. You feel you feel the Ansara's kiss give you the kiss. Uh, would have. Uh, how many how many total hit points do you have? Uh, I have twenty one total. Twenty one. Yeah, it was gonna give you the kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, wait. You feel uh, you feel you feel the darkness. I mean, that's 21 is already superhuman, but yeah, they still would have gotten you. You feel the darkness closing in on you, and then this flare. Uh, and so right now, yeah, right now you're riding off of those 14 points. Yeah. Yay. 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 It doesn't, it doesn't kick in uh, quite instantaneously, but very quickly. That is sweet. Okay, boom. Um, you had your attack of opportunity, but you could go again this round. Beautiful. No. You are no longer... Uh, as asked. Yeah. Oh no, home dude. Let's see, home dude's got to go. Baby, yeah, because they uh, they threw two and then one was moving slower. So yeah, so he two and then um, so he is ignoring both her and this and you, which is a little crazy. But all right, he's just gonna take his chances because I'm gonna roll that with fa- with with Beacon Gaius on top of you. He can't he can't really hit you anymore. Um, at least, and he's even now this guy's not willing to to off uh, a beacon to get to you. He is. Attack opportunity, right? So, yep. Thank yeah. So he, too. yeah. So he tries to run over here. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, that is a nineteen to hit. Uh, no, you're not. No, no, Corey, you're not close enough to him. He's he's a little bit too far for you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Roll. Uh, go ahead and use that for the huntress, though. Oh, that that was a sixteen. Yeah. No, that's a hit for her. Plus. Go ahead and roll a go ahead and roll a die four then for her, and go ahead and roll yep. your damage. Unless you roll a spectacularly 
Uh, that is yeah, he's eight. Dead. He's gone. Yeah, that's twelve. And four here. He's he. Okay, yeah. You just you you tear in, you tear into him. Uh, she stabs him between his ribs again. Yeah, I want him to be running by, and then just oh, and then all you see is the half of him just fall forward, and his legs fall backwards. Well, you're not going to quite cleave him in two. Damn it! <laughs> you <laughs> have to be it was realistic. the only time I've been able to use two hands. But instead, uh, I mean, instead his uh, his you eviscerate him. <laughs> his guts just erupt everywhere, like uh, like Han Solo lightsabering the yeah. um, the creature. And hell yeah. Yeah, he, he skids to an abrupt to an abrupt halt. Uh, they're in desperation mode. All right. And as I was handing over Jeremy, I was like, he was fed, he just came up from a nap. I would tell us that. <laughs> oh my god. This um, this one, Corey, go ahead and get your attack of opportunity. <laughs> You're gonna get an attack of opportunity as well, because this guy's trying to slide around if you have enough reach to hit him. Oh yeah. Twenty-five. Oh yeah. Someone roll, rolling roll damage nice Uh, only, only one. He's not. He's not next to a. Oh no, no. He's, no, he's currently being harried by her. Do they have to be? Does reach? Does a weapon with reach count? Anyway. They have to be within five feet of. He's not within five feet of her. Yeah, he's ten feet. Um, okay. Yeah. So no. You're, so just the one. Just the one die for now. I'll look that up and I'll see if it's different. Okay. Uh, then it's uh, seven. Seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. You take a chunk out of him. Go ahead. And... I rolled. Um, it's eleven. Eleven total. Yeah. Okay, um, he ducks under, so these two get over, run past. Oh, he runs in between them two? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah, run, runs runs over here. He's not going to be able to attack this round, though. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, oh my god. Um, oof. Okay, so Randy, while you're while you're here, uh, this one runs up panting, but he can't uh, he can't attack. These two, uh, these two are uh, the two brothers are sc- are screaming to him, stop, stop. He's obviously ignoring them. Uh, this one though gets up, and while you're having this moment, he tries to thrust down into the side of your neck. And Father Gaius made an opposed uh, athletics roll, and he shifts himself over, and the man plunges the short sword that he had drawn out into his back. No! The your your would-be killer scream screams out. That's the first word any of them have. I had one question: Was there any difficult terrain with the bodies and kind of in the way? I was... Uh, not with the, not, uh, not enough bodies. Okay. No, not enough bodies. And these steps. No, 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 no. And these steps are these steps aren't quite. They're not quite enough because they're because they're graded. Um, okay, so yeah, that's that's what happens. Um, Huntress. All right, I'm gonna say that those two. They don't really have a shot on him. I'm thinking about the two Maribadon who are coming up. All of these people are on ground. This guy's up, and there is one. There is one of them. Donnie, go ahead and roll for the one Maribadon who has a shot as they're running from the keep. Uh, Eleven. Uh, what was the modifier? For just a longbow? Uh, no, it's pylon. So plus pylon three. plus four. Which is high enough for him. Uh, go ahead and roll, yeah, one die six plus um, two for this particular Myrmidon. Three. Okay, so it it goes past him. Um, they're going to be on the next round, though. Oh, cool. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. Artilius? 
he yeah, baby, baby, baby he has the baby and he's baby. yeah he's uh, he's running away and he's screaming, two arms, two arms. All right, you're up. I run after the one that just passed me. Okay, and uh, you're you're yeah. on him. Go ahead. The blessing of the mother. Hey. hey. Ooh. Okay, so you you slip in the blood of the late Templar Cassius. And then as you and then as you go forward, your arm just happens to lunge forward, and and we'll see still go toward him. Let's see. Come on, baby. Yeah, much better. Seventeen. Yep. And he has plenty of allies around him. Nine. All right. You get the great vein uh, running down the side. It's a nasty hit. You get the great vein running down in between, uh, uh, just past the groin, just under the groin, and a gout of blood comes down as he, as he collapses, and he's flopping. I mean, there's blood everywhere. There's blood from him. There's blood on Marcus. There's blood on the beacon. There's blood on you, and you see it beginning. And remember, it's adding to, to uh, Templar Cassius's blood as it's all running down as it's all running down the steps. Yeah, they're biblical. Girl, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> My weapon's gonna want it. <laughs> yes, initially. Yes, it does. Oh. Make a wisdom check. Okay. Oh, Shit. Roll high, roll high, roll high. Why? <laughs> um, mm. Minus two, Minus so it's a hard two. three. It's a hard three. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stiff three. Oh no. You, your rage, your rage consumes you for a moment. It runs pitch hot. It runs, it runs white hot, and the next split second, because this is all quick, uh, you're turning and you feel the shock of impact as you thrust Winter's Harvest into Templar Cassius's corpse. A twist. Oh. Uh, you don't have to make a roll for this because you're you're in you're in possession of it. Well, can I take a bonus action? You probably can. Yeah. Uh, as you're hitting it, you see your blade. Actually, it'd be a little hard. His body seems to go in a bit. And <laughs> it seems to wither. It seems to wither some, and some of the blood, that some of Cassius's blood that had been running and was just about hitting the, the flagstones down here, starts to... Reverse? Reverse. Suck up. Suck up like a sponge. And it's, is it going into my weapon? Uh, you can't tell yet. Stop. All right, what do you, what do you, <laughs> Stop it. You Stop still, cleaning up. You still have, you still have movement and you still have a bonus. All right. Bonus attack. You are still in a rage. Okay. So I am over there and the closest attacker this guy is, is him. Still. Yeah. And he's, to me, he would be behind the candelabra. Yeah. You can't, because you haven't had to move. You can, you can't get to him this round. All right, I'm. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna leave the weapon alone for a second. I reckon, like, yeah, I feel the weapon in this person. It's having a moment. It's having a moment, <laughs> okay. and I realize that. And I'm gonna be like, okay, let's do another thing here. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do. Perhaps wise. <laughs> You guys didn't think that you were going to get a sacred artifact named Winter's Harvest and it was going to behave itself, did you? Look, <laughs> my expectations. Yeah, I, guess I, yeah. uh, I guess I did. I guess I did. I'm going to do Scorn of the Night. 
Okay. And as I, so I'm turned around, I'm facing um, the dude behind the candelabra. Yes. And you can't, you can't see him, so you have to scoot over. Okay. Yeah, you have yeah, to scoot over here. Okay, no, so, yeah. perfect. And I'm going to, I think with this one, yeah, I think I go, Rah! and I'm frustrated as well because my weapon is not obeying me, and I'm just feeling really irritated. And this purple, dark, um, shadowy substance is shot out across to this man um, who I believe, so I have to do. With this? Yeah. No, with this, you just do it. Oh. However, you find out that as you raise this energy, the raw, untempered rage blocks it and makes it scatter. So you, it does raise up in you, and then it, and then there's a there's a purplish, a dark purplish discharge from you, and it just grounds out into the flagstones. Can't cast while you're in a rage, but you did know that. Mm. Now you know. Uh, now you know. Learning. There may, there may be an exception to that, but you're gonna have to experiment. Okay, so that happens. Trickery. Trickery. <laughs> Trixie. 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 You are you are unprecedented. Uh, this was not. Was that my action or my bonus action? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. This that one's kind of feels back to me. She Huntress will mob. Oh, she's pissed. This is this is horrible. Uh, so she takes the knife that she's been that she's been stabbing people with and uh, she she throws it and she catches this guy on the shoulder. Yes. Uh, and stop! Ah! It digs pretty pretty deep, uh, pretty deeply in there. And you're actually faster. You're, you're both faster than the, than this one. Okay. Uh, Father Gaius, or uh, see, now I'm doing it. Uh, be- <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, I can't break that. <laughs> Thirty-three years. Beacon, uh, Beacon, uh, Beacon Gaius is not moving. He he goes limp. <clears throat> uh, what are you doing, Donnie? Uh, so the only thing that would be in my way would be Merrick to that attacker, correct? Or is there another dead body? Um. You you were able to the bodies have not accumulated to the point where you can't step over them. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna go right in between him and uh, him and Marcus. Then. You're basically gonna be standing on top of one of the of one of the would be assassins. But what I, I usually do, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Okay, you're <laughs> standing on. You're standing. All the blood's being drained up from something over there. <laughs> um, you're gonna smash through. You're gonna smash through the candelabra. Do you care? Uh, actually, you know what? Can I use the candelabra and also grapple him and just kind of shove his face into the lit candles and use that as an improvised weapon? <laughs> wow. Um, I wish you could because he's on the other side. You can't reach him that easily. Oh, okay. Uh, would I be able to bring down the sword through the candelabra on top of his head? Probably. All right. We'll give that a go. Okay. Wow. Sorry about the light, buddy. Uh, that is 16 to hit. That is sufficient. Add it to this. Let me just tally. Uh, that is nine plus four. All right. That is thirteen. How does he depart from this? How does he shed this uh, mortal coil? I want him to think like looking into the light, being like, "I did it for the final coilathon," and he's gonna like almost going down, and then all through the light while he's looking at the candles, just this gigantic sword just comes down. And he's like, "Huh," and then it just goes straight into his face, and he doesn't realize it's still standing there, and then like blood just kind of starts coming through him. The candle falls, and then he falls, and his face just pours in blood, <laughs> just like that. 
You don't want to try to I'll buy you a new candle, Father. Yeah, the <laughs> beacon. <laughs> Damn it. Does the candelabra go down with him? Uh, probably. Make a, I was actually thinking about what that dex check was. See, oh, nice. you're, you're getting this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Let me see. Uh, that is 19. Dex check. Okay, so you slice through one of the candles, uh, but you didn't ha- hit the candelabra. The candelabra did start to tip because of the force Ooh. of the momentum, and then and then you snatch it back. Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, that was intense. While he is touching me, can I put my hands on Father Guy's face? Or Beacon Guy's oh, on face? On Beacon Guy's? Sorry, guys. <laughs> I broke everything. Yeah. <laughs> you have protected me. Take the strength. Try to heal him. Uh, okay. Because that would have been my action if, if rounds hadn't ended. Right. You... Uh, make a religion roll. For some reason, it's a little, it comes a little easier mm. right now. Uh, so do so with advantage. Oh, baby. Yes. Nice. Yes. Did you get? 19. Uh, 19? Well, yeah, 19. Okay. Double the better. It's four. <laughs> no. D8, wasn't it? D8, D8 yeah. Mm. Plus seven total for you. Nine. Total. Total. Okay. Um, yeah, you. He's <laughs> he's about where he's nearly where Servilia was, where your sister was, uh, in in the bogs, and but you didn't dally this time. Hmm. And as you can start to feel his life's blood leaving him, but it hasn't left the body yet. You you suffuse him with this primordial warmth. (gasps) So there's this huge gash in the back of his robes, but his flesh knits. He rolls off of you. Pat starts patting himself. He thought he was dead. Thank you. Looks at you, you see... not necessarily, just from the intensity of it, you see like his eyes, his eyes have, have tears in them and he kind of uh, leaps, uh, wipes them away. All right, the two, uh, the two Myrmidon uh, run up. Sire, are you safe? Everyone's fine. Yeah. All right, they start. Drag these pieces of shit out, you know, <laughs> just have them kind of remove the bodies they cleared up. These, these are lights. Gods be good, that's Templar Cassius. Did he go mad? Not for you to ask. Rid of the body. Yes, Dominique. And then uh, I'll go over to uh, Beacon Guys and be like, you all right? Huh? Yeah. I'll try to like pick him up, see if there's anything. Okay, yeah, I mean, he's, he's yeah. still, um, your, uh, your, your wife looks at you and there are tears in her eyes and she's frantically, she's frantically patting you down. Do I still feel the poison? You feel something in there, but it doesn't feel... It feels held in abeyance right now. Not gone, mm. not lurking. Do... Uh, I'm just going to kiss her. Um, okay. Merrick scouting, make sure there's no other enemies uh, hidden or lurking. <coughs> what's his action okay. is. Uh, what's your um, total plus to investigation, Corey? Uh, plus uh, investigation yeah. is plus four. Okay. Um... You look around. You do not find any obvious, uh, obvious, uh, obvious people. 
they they pretty clearly thought that the that the alpha strike was going to be enough and on a on a normal human they were, they would have been even a tough man would have gone down I want to make sure there wasn't a lurker waiting for a keen sure. opportunity to do a finishing move as a last sure. sacrifice. I mean, as as ambushes go, this was clearly hastily thrown together. You know, Templar Cassius. He's not. He was not a stupid man. Um, but this was just something. And you, of course, I mean, your mind too, but especially your mind races ahead too. You don't know how many of the twelfth lighters are compromised. You have no idea. Remember, their their beacon did not show up. Um, you have. You, you don't know. Right now, and that's kind of terrifying because we have one spy we know for sure. Uh, then, yeah, which might be a twelve letter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, you don't. Perhaps the spy is dead here. You don't. Uh, you don't know. The beacon guy is okay. He okay. You help him stand up, and he's kind of tottering. Um, you start to feel yourself cool, yourself cool off. You are. You're not a berserker. So when, when the need is gone, you don't continue to key up. Um, but you do feel your hands, get back to Gaius in a second, you do feel your hands ache with the touch of winter's harvest. Not painful, mm. but there's a, pre- there's a, there's a, up, up, there is a perceptible pressure there, Allie. Oh boy. What do you, uh, what do you do in this, in this, in this carnage? Well, I haven't put winter's harvest down, have I? I still have it in my hand. Uh, you, as far as, as far as I know, it was sticking out of the Okay, body. okay. All right, yeah, because I thought I was holding it and then cast the spell. But if I left it there, I think at that point, um, I'm probably going to, I've, I have to go pick up the weapon. Okay. Um, pull it out of the body, and I'm just going to kind of look at it and, like, really look at it. <laughs> And I also, at this point, I think I'm reckoning with what just happened with it, the blood. And I want to ask it, um, uh, are, are you never satiated? What happens is you have a flash. And remember when you initially were holding it and you saw the hundred generations of temple guardians refining their skill through the long march of time. And you get a little bit more and you see a bonfire and you see women dancing. But dancing not performatively, not seductively, in a frenzy around this bonfire. And you begin to see something emerging from the bonfire and you know it's along the shores of the lake but it's a different it's a different portion of this great lake do I know do I recognize the lake it's Seleshkila but it's not here at Germentum yeah and nor is it anywhere near this time Mm. and that's all you get in way of an answer and after that you feel the weapon goes to winter's harvest, falls as silent as it ever does. So you can still feel a slight presence to it, but there's, that's it. Almost, actually, I'm not trying to do this to torture you, honey. Make a make a wisdom check. Make it insane. All right, come on now. Great weapon comes great wisdom checks. Give it that, give it that good <laughs> energy. 
Oh, I was forget about that. That's a seventeen. Okay, oh. that's great. No, that's good. Hey. That's good. Hey. Hey. You think, you think, it's sleeping right now, or digesting? Maybe you don't know. Oh. Oh. Rest and digest. His oh. <laughs> pride pouch is nice and close. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> Poison. Oh. Uh, Gaia, uh, Gaius comes, Gaius comes too, Beacon Gaius kind of snaps out. What, what, what is it, what is it, what does it feel like, child? Uh, it might be Insar's kiss, but it feels burning, hot. Damn it, damn it, these fools. He, uh, he turns away, I mean, there are no, is there anything we can do? chunks of bodies and, uh, and all sorts of things, and he says, we need to get you to the healing hall right now. You, boy, oh, Domini. No, call for it. Boy, go get Granny, go get Granny Dushine. Ask her to meet us at the healing hall now, right? Um, the uh, the lady minstrel who had been obviously she wasn't playing through this, but who'd been horrified yeah. through this at, at the edge. She turns, uh, she turns as well, and she starts, uh, she starts running. And grannies, we need one of the grannies here. <clears throat> Actually, try to pick you up. Do you let him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, I love that. You're too short to put him over your shoulder without dragging him. So you have the strength, but you're too short. Someone get his feet. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. No, you can do a little. You can do a little basket carry. Sure. Well, I'm down. reaching over for Alba's hand as well. Okay. Um, tears are coming down her eyes, but she's not sobbing. I mean, she's she's present, and uh, you can f- see her trembling. Her her hand, her other hand is balled into a fist. She almost, she slips in some of the blood slick. She almost slips in some of the blood slick steps as you go down. Uh, and um, you uh, you help grab part of him and then the other two Myrmidon get under him. And between the three of you, you're going at a pretty good, I mean, you're you're going at a near run right. uh, over, over to the healing hall. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna walk in to Flavius inside of the temple and be like, "You don't see him in the oh, he's not in the temple anymore. <laughs> you don't see him he's in the front. hiding. Okay. You don't see him in the front room." And Rutilius has already gone back. Uh, Rutilius is Rutilius is with you with Jerem, but he's, oh, okay. But he's he's like, not right up on you because he knows that there yeah. may still be more combat. Yeah, um, uh, I walk over to Rutilius and be like, "Give me the name written of every twelve lighter with inside the city walls. Seize all of their property. Have them all put into the dungeon. We cannot trust any of them." And then I want to, uh, I'll go over and search uh, Templar Cassius's body to see if there's anything of note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, make an insight check. That is a 10. So you're not the only person with wisdom problems. Yeah. So. You're the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfectly yeah. moronic. You would, miss, you would miss that detail. Okay. Uh, your blood's still up. Okay. So yeah, you go, uh, you go, you begin to search the body. You find uh, actually not a whole lot. Smart guy. Yeah, <laughs> not a whole lot. Atilius, give me Jenem. Figure it out what you can, and I'll go and I'll go with Marcus and all of them to the healing hall. Okay. After he gives those commands out to seize. Yeah, Mirman. You have about another dozen Mirmadon. Yeah. Here now, and the senior one, they look at the carnage, and he just shakes his head. Uh, takes command, 
and uh, that's we, which one is he? Is it like Artulius or anyone like that? I know. Uh, I mean, you know, almost. I mean, you would know. You would know all of them. Not yeah. one of the sergeants. So it's one of one of the corporals. That's fine. I would just be like, they will not be given a proper burial, and I'll just walk past them. I Domini. Okay, so y'all are running. Uh, y'all are running to the healing hall. Make uh, make a con check. Speed, I'm not worried about. Seventeen. Okay, good. That's good. Uh, you're going. Hop, 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 hop. Carry along. Carry along. Yeah. Who's gonna carry the boats? One of them starts. One of them starts flagging. The stronger, the stronger one readjusts so that he's carrying more weight, and you maintain, you maintain like a pretty, pretty solid jog, all the way over. To the to the healing hall. See, you were there, and what did you do after? I was at the sparring pits after Finny. And then, so how, right how long did you how long did you stay there, Catherine? I probably stayed there a while. Um, because I was trying to digest what just happened. Okay. Um, but yeah. So you hear, oh, 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 oh. and no, no, I got him on the other side. And then you see up. these two Myrmidon and your fellow chosen mm. hustling, uh, arriving Marcus. Oh my God. Um, she's going to be shocked. Okay. Um, does she see Titus running behind as well? Not quite yet, because he's because he went back into the temple and had that dialogue. Then I'm just gonna run and follow. Okay. Yeah. At some point, you don't know when, but at some point, Catrin pulls up alongside of you. You're almost I'm to just the here. You're <laughs> almost to the healing hall now. Catrin, a serious kiss, taint, and him, Marcus. What? <laughs> Make a nature check. Ooh. I'm running at the same time. <laughs> Crit, crit, baby. Uh, yes, twenty-five total. So you happened. <laughs> I happened to know yeah. everything. <laughs> to have, well, no. While you were trying to put together the dagger of venom mm. for Wesa, mm. you studied Ansara. You studied Ansara oh. as a creature because that's what you do. You try to be as thorough as possible. Mm. Ansara are a pretty varied lot. Mm. Uh, they're not that much smaller than Arpo. They're physically powerful. They're said to have now you've never you've never seen nor even seen a picture of a lion before, mm. but you know that they do exist in the old empire. Okay. So the mane of the Ansara is a reference that you hear sometimes, and uh, Ansara's kiss is a very difficult taint to find because you have to have the barbs off of the tail of a certain type of Ansara. <laughs> and obviously, you know, the Ansara has been known to, to kill a dozen men at a time. So that's no small thing. Hmm. Now your mind starts racing about racing about how to do that. So as soon as you run into the hall, you're already running um, you're already running to the general anti-venoms. And you're running through, and you're starting to run through your formulary of herbs because you are pretty experienced in that mm. too at this point. With yeah, with Figulus teaching me all of that too. Uh, you're starting to run through, you know, your database, and you don't know, even with a 25, you don't 
well, actually, there probably isn't a ready-made antidote in Germentum for Ancera's kiss. What there are are the constituent constituent parts in this hallway, uh, in this hall. Would I have been able, in all of the research that I was doing, sure. to find a cure or a an antidote or anything in that regard? Even with all of my, like, trying to figure it out, if it was already ready-made? Because how long has it been around? Uh, I would say no, because you were focused on alchemy uh, as you were doing it. Okay. But because you rolled a 25, I'm going to let you make another medicine or nature roll your choice. Do nature. Okay. Uh, 23. Oh. <laughs> just, just 23. Yeah, I love it. Oh, a little 23. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all should be happy. I am. I just love it. You run in there and with almost with almost preternatural calm, you go in there, you know the two healing uh, you know the two healers. You also know the procedure for awakening because somebody always falls off the gastro pole or always gets their ankle t- twisted or what it burnt or you know there's always something going on. So there's always somebody. Well, there's always somebody on duty in the healing hall. Period. But they're already primed. They're not primed for this exotic for this exotic poison. Mm. Um, but when you walk in and you start naming things and pointing with a calm with that kind of uh, calm but total focus to you. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Um, I love it. One of them, now you know that both of the grannies are probably already uh, getting close to the bonfire because they have their own elder ritual mm. that they do with the other with the other nenas um, to raise energy and to be building that throughout the day. Um, you don't know if, uh, well, normal man wouldn't survive. He might long enough for, uh, du- for Granny Dushan to get back, but you're not waiting around. So you immediately start taking all of these various uh, these various ingredients. One of them I'm going to tell you it's pretty rare. It's called glimmer grass, uh, and if it's chewed, it's also a uh, mild hallucinogen. Um, You're really about to see anybody. Anybody becomes a drug dealer. And there is <laughs> and there is a, about a taint that is itself made from con- a concentration of glimmer grass mm-hmm. where you uh, where you get someone to start hallucinating mm-hmm. like you you um, reduce it and then it becomes a more potent you know way to disorient people mm-hmm. it's actually very difficult to work well when you're under the effects of it because your brain is all over the place good to mm-hmm. know yep so don't take like 10 it. bucks so you're, <laughs> so you're taking yeah 10 I mean, bucks a hit it's not strong um, <laughs> so you're taking don't self report on stream don't I? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> so you <laughs> love you lad um yeah you start boiling all of this and the two the two the two kithki healers here are actually what's your plus to medicine uh four. Oh, no. okay they're around um now the more senior would have they're they're around or they're equal to or more skilled uh with you um than medicine but there's no ego involved mm-hmm. So they just follow your direction. They act as your hands, um, you know, Kithki hands, so steady. The ears, ears are pretty damn steady, too. And in short order, now, as this is happening, so unlike, I know how 5th edition runs poisons, but in real life, poisons take 
uh, a much longer time to run through. So there was the initial rush, which is why Ansara's Kiss is so deadly, mm-hmm. um, because it does act uh, quickly. But as you were running through, uh, you took another eight points of poison damage. One of the reasons why I had them carry me, so that my blood wasn't actually circulating faster. It's like, oh, that was a, that's a that's that's a good thought, Randy. He was also suppressing it, wasn't he? Something was something was trying. Okay. Yeah. But you find you're not quite strong enough. Uh, something else, and for the last time in the session, make one more religion check. The light, this time, unbidden, starts to try to come through you. You don't have to beseech it. Mm-hmm. Um, almost as though it it's showing you favor. It's mm-hmm. sh- it, or it's acknowledging that there's a need. You just spiritually, you're exhausted. And the hatred, the betrayal, the shock, all of it compounds one on top of the other. You can't reach that serene compassionate, loving part of yourself. You can't feel it closely enough and the light slips away. Mm. Okay. You do You do still, though, have an unnatural amount of hit points, a supernatural amount of hit points. Love that for you. Uh, I think while I'm doing all of this, sure. too, um, I'm not going to look at anything else, but I'm... Merrick, what happened? As she's... <clears throat> we got attacked by... Uh... Templar Cassius tried to assassinate Marcus for being what he is, and the Twelfth Lighters assisted that were there. Already? Yes, already. Fuck. That was quick. How did they fucking get, how did they know? That quick? Yes, that quick. Okay. She's just gonna keep going. Okay. Can I help? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a delicate, it's it's a delicate needle you're threading now. Yeah. It's a delicate guy. You got uh, me there, that was about Make a medicine check for the senior as she executes. Your ingredients are perfect, and then give her advantage because her junior is helping her. Okay, good. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Okay. So the senior who is herself a douchine says, Alright, we've alright. We've steeped it just long enough. If it is what you said it is, this'll work. We've done our work. You've probably done yours. Probably. <laughs> Hurry! He's yeah. dying over here. Please. He gives him a little. <laughs> All right, they look. They Trying look over at you. And the senior, uh, the senior Dushan healer, takes it off of this uh, this cloth that they've boiled, and she says, "Trust, you're Marcus, aren't you?" Yeah, I. Open your throat. Uh, my children. And I open my throat. Okay. And so now that it's uh, still piping hot, you can see the red spreading on the bottom of her hand as she's squeezing it out. Because they're not even gonna—they're not even gonna wait a second a second longer than they have to. And you feel it burning in the back, and then uncomfortably hot almost scalding, and then start cooling and soothing. As the flickers tick by, there's another (laughs) pulse of it as it tries to boil your blood. But 
you feel that soothing, cool, calm, calm, run down your esophagus, hit your center point, your chest, start to diffusing through. And, in a, and then just like that, Randy, at some point, you feel whatever it is inside of you because the, 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 counter, the counter venom doesn't have a chance to get all the way through your body, but it hits wherever the cache was, mm-hmm. where it was spreading from, and you feel it dissolve inside of you. Is it working? Is it working? She's gonna be holding your hand, by the way. I'm exhausted at this point. Yeah, no, I mean you're 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 kind of at the limits of your strength now. I'm just gonna fall unconscious. Okay. Like, it's I need healing. I need to. He, fall, he falls into a deep. Uh, Alba's Alba's on one side, holding one hand. You're holding the other hand, mm-hmm. and with the shudder, he falls into a into a into a, a hard restful, recuperative sleep. Can I tell that he's okay at this point? That kind of sleep, yeah. That kind of sleep. Uh, His heartbeat is the human body. Okay. The human body would not fall into if he was still under attack. Well? I think he's okay. Oh, great mother. Thank you, great mother. They listen to the, they put their head, um, the senior puts her, uh, her ear down to his breath to feel it, to feel his breath. And then Puts her hand puts her hand over his chest, feels that. Oh. Granny will be Granny will be here soon anyway. I can feel her coming. Oh, I hate to bother them, but his life. No, she should still look at him just in case. Yeah, I agree. She's the best I healer. I think he wanted his children here. I can go get him, and I'll run and go. Okay, you had spotted some of them who were hanging out on the edges of. Awakening. Um, by now, though, they might be outside of the gate. Oh shit! Okay. Because the procession is procession, or if a, uh, or the procession may be hit, maybe hit, hitting the gate about okay. now. Yeah. Um, do I know you're still at your? No, she's on my. Well, yeah, you know, you knew that Waisa was coming back. I knew to, that she was going back to home. So. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go get her. Okay. And so you are you running? Yeah. Yeah, let me. Let me just stroll. Just let me just stroll. (laughs) Yeah, I'll run straight. Okay, I'm assuming that you're safeguarding Marcus. I was about to say, I'm taking up my shield actually and just literally standing guard. I yeah. Okay, I know how I I I know how you do. And just in case there's a little follow up or something nasty while he's here, um, I'll I'll even string my as I'm walking with Rutilius. You would of course, Donna. You would have gotten there. By the time yeah. before this was finished, uh, before that, I, would have I just wanted to knock yeah. it out. Rutilius to get Emilios and his decium to gather up all of the Pollux and put them inside of the walls of the keep, so they're completely made safe while we'll watch over Marcus here. Because I don't want anyone, including his children, Domini. His children, absolutely. All of them. Oh, very well. Safety is paramount. No I, will, I will tell your. I will tell your esteemed sister all as well. Yes. Okay, and then he. Do I, see, do I just see Katrin bust out running? Uh. Yeah, because you would have been in the hall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna assume that that went well, and then I will. <laughs> like, cut. Oh. Uh, and I'll go into the hall to check. Are you gonna sure. stop? No. No, you're just. <laughs> I had a feeling. I'll just go in and be like, oh, Marcus is fine, and then I'll go out and I basically want to start making my way up to the gate to let every single gatekeeper know not to let through anyone that isn't suspicious, and I want to send out three deciums to watch every main road for anyone who'd be trying to leave the city under disguise of going under the awakening to kind of celebrate. So okay. it's basically calling through at least five, yeah, five sec- 
yeah, five decums to kind of watch everything. Oh, uh, decums, right? So decums. you, um, there are only really two ways out of the city mm-hmm. that are conventional, and somebody unless somebody wants to try to grappling hook and go over the wall. Mm-hmm. So Westgate and then the fishmongers, the much smaller. Yep. it's not really. A, I mean, technically it's a gate, but it's more like a heavily reinforced portal. Yeah, door. I just want someone who's already out in the distance of the field in case if we do catch someone. So it'd be one at the gate, one at the fisher cove, and then okay. one kind of staying out in the fields because it will look like everyone's going out to go party, but okay. the ones that are trying to escape. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Okay. Um, you did catch, just to be clear, Donnie, you did catch the end of his healing. Oh, okay. You did catch that. Wonderful job. Catch him. And then you go, ha ha, run away. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Okay. Um, that's so. Yeah, sure. it's a hundred percent like <coughs> well oiled down that no one would know. The Kithkis won't know. Well, well oiled machine. Uh, I mean, it, um, in the absence of your grandsire, who, not surprisingly, has not appeared for any of this. Presumably for for combat at the at his temple because mm. he's a prime as well, of course. Yeah. Combat at that temple that will rouse him and he will come out pr- probably pretty soon if he's yeah. not there already. Yeah. Um. But you've you know you've taken every every honorable step as far as as far as you know to uh, to I deal to deal with the crisis. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he'd be back at the keep. No, I'd probably yeah, I would go out and try to find his children as well to start escorting. Okay, so you're personally going to help. You're personally going to help find. I still have a baby with me too. That's a big deal. Well, that's right. You took you took Jaren back with you. Yep. yep. Before you leave, Dominic, can we leave some men behind to help me in case they attack you? Absolutely. As many as you need. Uh, the barracks is pretty. Cl- the main barracks is pretty close by. The bigger of the two barracks is pretty close by. So, you grab um, the uh, when the Kithki Myrmidon hear about it, they are pissed that the Dirathi are going out of control and killing each other. Because to them, it's just more Dirathi on Dirathi violence. Yes, it is. So, that's their not so nice word for Dirathi. Yeah. <laughs> The second level of what we call humans that are not nice humans. Right. There's like even a worse one, but yeah. yeah. Marcus is ready to travel. Send word, and we'll send an escort to bring him to the keep. Yes, Dominic. Okay, so that with with that in motion mm-hmm. and resolved, uh, I will of course let you know if there are any more attempts on Marcus's life. Um, but you you even have like uh, off-duty Kithki who were not necessarily who are not necessarily at the barracks uh, coming into the coming into the healing hall now. Even some who aren't Myrmidon but are hunters right. and trappers coming in and they're like, nope, nope, this, this, we're not going to do that. Uh, violence inside of the... So in the entire history of Germentum, there was one day that there was violence inside of the healing hall, mm-hmm. which we've played through off, uh, offline did. before. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and most of the... And many of the Kithki were alive then because of the somewhat longer lifespan, so they are absolutely not having it. Mm. You run to Publia's pastries. Is Publia in there? Publia is not. No. Okay. Do I know? Have Have you shown me where you, like? Because I feel like we would have. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I would have known, but I also am cautious because I know that she does her things. That make, no, that make no. That make no. Yeah. <laughs> that make, well, they, they, they don't make any sense to me because I just don't. I don't believe any of it. But uh, I mean, I do. But in, yeah. And so she's gonna run in. And it's fair to say Catherine has a very different relationship with the gods than Wasta does. Yes. I think that's an accurate. One hundred percent. That. Um, and so she'll run up and then knock. Front door, uh, or back door. 
what would be the easiest way to get to you? Probably through the front. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the front. front. Then I'll knock on that. That's true, because Publius Chambers are at, the, are at the back. Okay. Yeah. Wesa! You're. I come out of whatever I'm in. Katrin? So, something happened, um, and we need to find Marcus's children. Oh. We need to bring them to the healing hall. Okay. Can you help me? Absolutely. They'll want to have my pastries. Yeah. It'll be so easy. Let's go. <laughs> Not, and so she'll, she'll immediately start running. Um, I don't think I'll wait for her to come out. I'll just go. Okay. <laughs> just grab my sack. Put okay. some extras in. <laughs> put some. Put some extras in. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm just running through. Donnie, make a make a last roll uh, as we're coming oh, as, as we're coming up on. You got the black die mission. Make a last roll to see how how smoothly. All of this has happened. Wow. What is it? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. A crit. Wow. That's like three. This is great. Three and the only one that counted tonight yeah. <laughs> for me. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Hey, he uh-huh. gave it to me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And, and I did get a four today, so. Yeah. Obviously, I'm joking. No. <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's good because you. you uh, are, yeah, are, so Catherine would have heard that when she was leaving. She would have known to gather them and bring the kids to the. Yeah. And then the healing hall when he's ready. But yeah. Uh, make a make a wisdom check, Catrin. Me? Why? For why? Either way, Miracle will know where they're going. Oh, it's a seven. I thought okay. it was a one, too. Oh my god. What am I? I'm sorry? Still wisdom. Thinking. Wisdom? <laughs> you want black? You want Donnie's black guy? Fourteen. It's on fire. Um, <laughs> so, oh no, that was that was raw wisdom. Oh, raw? Yeah. Seven. Seven plus plus four, so eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so you you have you book after Wesa because you realize you realize with your perfect memory afterward. The reason I'm making a roll is because it was it's pretty damn emotional to know that that was all just happening. Sure. Uh, But you realize that um, you believe that the order was actually to gather the gather the family up and bring them to the keep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you have to run after you have to run after her. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> uh, you're already tired. And were you following behind me on the way back to the yeah, hall? Yeah, I would have been following you. Okay, so oh, you're. Okay. Yeah, if she would have been coming out at that time, I'm like, Nelly, keep an eye out for anyone suspicious. Ooh. Aye. I'm like, and if you feel more comfortable in the field under your stars, that might help as well. Mm, maybe I do need time alone with this thing. I want her, yeah, like outside in case anyone comes through. Oh yeah. Okay. So do you do you become one of the gate guardians then for a bit? Yeah. Okay. I need some time. They give you, they give you a wide berth. Yeah, usually it's like three on each side. Now it's just her. Giving myself a wide berth. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. You sparred with a lot of them, so you're 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 beating respect into them one Myrmidon at a time, one sparring match at a time. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Okay. So. just to kind of set us set us up well uh, for for the next session because we're going to go to a vignette uh, after this. You the rest of the day, uh, by some minor miracle, awakening does still happen. Granny uh, Granny Dushine does in short order make her way to the healing hall. You tell her she asks you what happened. You know, she absorbs that. She puts a couple finishing touches on Marcus. And she, so you would know that she normally only reserves this for emergencies, for true, you know, true life or death situations. But you can feel her as a, as someone who has uh, the old power, 
you can feel her calling on something that's uncanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when she places her hands on him, of course, it's much, much, much slower than what Marcus does. It's not combat rounds. This all takes time. She places her hands on him. Oh, I was just going to do a little something. It's easy with him. Really easy. Beautiful. Did I inform her that he's connected to Quillathon? Yeah, she knows. Okay, well, she knows. Yeah. Uh, and, well, you'll see when you wake up. And, and Rutilius is arresting the other 12 fighters for the beacon. He's going through the city looking for them. He is, and that's going to become a whole thing. Oh, that is going to become a whole thing. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we're not just going to we're not just going to leave off. Uh, there's also you're also going to get to see what uh, Lady Vale thinks of this whole situation next episode because she was a, she was going she was going to leave she was going she was going to leave today and then she as she's about to leave she's detained at the gates and then she gets the whole explanation and so that's a I whole, love that that's the whole thing yeah. All right. Uh, Full me. German. <laughs> the Irish goodbye, She's right? To Irish goodbye, Irish me? Goodbye. Uh, far away friends, we are going to go to intermission now. We will have roughly 15 minutes, depending on precisely what we're showing. We have the Eldritch, we have the Eldritch Foundry, uh, Foundry um, video for you today, so you can see what that looks like, and which I'm glad, glad to finally get a good, good solid visual on that mm-hmm. one. Uh, and then when we ba- when we come back, you will see which of our intrepid fellowship gets the vignette treatment. Will it be the masquerade? <gasps> yes. Uh, and I do. Oh, no, I'll say. I'll say that noise. All right. See you soon. Thank you. <laughs> and we're back. Thank you for rejoining us, Merrick. If you will light the candle of tales. Of course, Dominate. <laughs> we shall do it. And while that is going on, Waysa correctly reminded me that I have once again gotten swept up in the episode and forgotten to give our trivia question for tonight. So the trivia question for tonight is, uh, Beacon Gaius flung himself in front of a potentially lethal stab for Marcus. What light does he follow? And what does it uh, what does it represent? So it's one through ten, and it represents something very specific. Um, if nobody gets the exact answer, then I will leave it to Tobias's discretion to anything close. But there is a single word that it goes to. All right. And with that, we are off, and we're almost through with timey wimey, guys. I know I'm I'm raking you over the coals on this. On this moon of Tawea, on this month of Tawea. Um, so you're gonna, we're we're gonna have to assume that nothing. Well, there's there's some stuff that happens when you arrest a bunch of twelfth uh, lighters, and things happen. But we assume that Germentum is still Germentum, and so we're about it's about six days out from that situation. Before. Uh, no, or after past. past. Yeah, past. We're now we're now further in the timeline. Six days after awakening. Yeah, six days after awakening. Um, which, amazingly, even with all that violence over at the Prime Temple, 
somehow managed to still happen. Somehow still managed to go. There was still the gospel poll. There was still the celebration. There was even there was a little little different little different energy at the uh, bonfire, but that did still happen. Obviously, neither one of you participated in that because you were had some serious duty. Um. So just in a quick, uh, yeah, in a quick, quick little sniglet of a flashback. Uh, as you were outside of the gate, cooling off, finding yourself, this ancient figure, Milishly, had come back, and this was this was deep into that night. You were feeling a lot more centered. And you know that she is the... You actually have... I don't believe you've ever actually shared words with Granny Touch Jim before. No. So she just comes through and looks at you. This ancient, this ancient repository of wisdom experiences. And the Kifki flowing around her and says... Your choice, of course. But it would be good if you answered the call when it comes. She trundles on. You don't gasp. The gasps are gone now, Merrick. Sometimes, unless it's the very bad nights. And on the very bad night, on the bad nights, you have cold sweats and your sleep is interrupted. On the very bad nights, you might quarrel with Jasmine, not for the reasons that you think, but there is a part of you that's afraid of lashing out and hurting her. Yeah. Because you're so much stronger than Kithgiar and you could break her nose or, you know, kick her ribs in. Mm-hmm. If you were really thrashing around. So you wake up, and it's not a violent night. Your wife, your beloved, the only person who wasn't afraid of you on some level, aside from the grannies, but I mean of your generation. Because even though they were your friends, even though they loved you and they cared about you, they were related to you either through ties of blood or by marriage. Everyone, when you came back on your 18th winter, they didn't really know what to do with you. Not really. You had, you had the temper of a Dirathi. Especially then. Yeah. Especially then. Out with that, like an outcast. You did. And she stuck with you. She stuck with you through all of it. And of course, that didn't get helped when the city when the city had the most serious Utini raid, really, I shouldn't even say raid, it was it was a all-out assault mm-hmm. on the city in an attempt to burn it to the ground. And so, of course, that didn't help any of your feeling of security. So when you wake up in the state where you feel the, at the level of agitation that you might after having to force her from the room, in tears, you feeling ashamed and guilty and frustrated and all of these other things and just wondering is the pain going to continue and continue and continue? Are the nightmares going to continue and continue and continue? You are in a peculiar 
place. You feel that agitation, but for the first time, it's directed outside of the room. It's not something that's just happening inside of you. It's happening somewhere out there, and you know it. You can feel a pull. Um, your life partner sleeps, your life mate, who's woven into the threads of your existence. She slumbers peacefully, and she always wakes up when you're agitated. But she's in deep sleep now. There's been a lot happening these last couple days. Uh, the delegation of Zahar should have arrived by now. They have not. There's, oh. and there's no word. That should have happened by now. They still haven't shown up. So that's that's weighing on you as you're calculating that out. That's, yeah, so much. That, the 12th lighters. There's a, there's a lot going on right now. And I know you're going to have to, you know, there's a, a little gap in role play, but you pretty, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard. There are a lot of shifts in the city. You're grappling with what it might look like to not have one of the denominations in the city. I mean, this is the kind of crisis Germentum has never experienced before. This is really putting it to the test about what is this going to look like post-assassination attempt. Yeah, I'm somewhat, I'm kind of internally kind of actually even, I'm actually somewhat happy because the 12 lighters obviously represent subservience, which mm-hmm. is anathema to me you know, in terms of like forcing people to, to serve like that make a wisdom check Fifteen. in the oh, privacy plus, plus uh no no so more yeah more than that okay so yeah uh, 18 in the privacy of your own mind you and your own thoughts you can't help you, you measure out your own satisfaction that this light that you find detestable, I mean, awful, really, um, is just getting thrashed right now in the city in terms of trust and popularity and, and if a religion can't have it, dignitas, even. Mm-hmm. But you're weighing that against the pain and the chaos that you know it's causing the citizens, too. Now, there are no Kifki in the Twelfth Light. There are Kithki in the Prime, and there are Kithki in the Sojourners. There are no what do I think about that? Do they... That's up to you, baby. Okay. Do, do they give up the Great Mother for this? That is an ongoing dialogue. Maybe for another time, I would hopefully have had conversations, because there's not a lot of them like that, right? Not yet, no. And I'd be curious what their choices are. But in the same way that more and more of the humans are going to awakening, and more and more of them are starting to swear by the Great Mother... It works both ways, and there are more and more Kithki who are beginning to go into, particularly the Sojourner, uh, right. particularly the Sojourner denomination, uh, because they believe in rebirth and death and rebirth, and that feels much more natural to the Kithki because there's a cycle, whereas for the Primes, it's a beginning and a middle and an end, and that feels, that would be quite weird. That'd be quite unusual. Okay. The pull to go outside intensifies. You start to feel stifled in your locked room. Does this feel like the pull of the night that I broke free? That sort of pull. Since you specifically ask, there are echoes of it. That's a, being a perceptive player, yes. Not that, not that overwhelming, not yeah. that powerful. You don't feel that bodily surge, 
you know, a force that you did, but it's, it's in your spirit and you're feeling restless. Uh, unless you veto me as the player, you've gotten out of the bed and you're, and you're very quietly, but you're beginning to pace slowly back and forth. The room is small. I mean, Kithki don't spend time in their private rooms, Corey. They, they're always out with the community. So it's a haven, but it's, this is meant to sleep well, yeah. and to pleasure each other, but that's about it. I um, quietly bend over and give Jasmine a kiss on the forehead. She mumbles a little bit, turns instinctively toward you, even in the dead of sleep, and then... And then I lift my head up. And then just quietly walk out and lock the door. Okay. As stealthily as possible. Okay. Um, whether because her subconscious is used to you as an extension of herself and vice versa, or for some deeper reason, she doesn't stir. And you leave. Do you lock the door behind you? Yeah, and I, I will pick. I'll pick up the bag, which usually has my stuff in it, because I, I don't know what this entails. Oh, you're ready. I'm very paranoid about that. You're ready. You do have a suit of um, leather of leather armor right now, a full leather armor. The rivets, though, are not done yet. They will be soon. Okay. They're they're not done yet. Once I get out, I will. I'll put that on. You'll change. You'll don your armor. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. And uh, you already know this as a player, I think, but just for the, for the viewers, your room is one of two rooms in the entire touch gem compound that has a lock on the door. And only one other person in it. And only one. That's a good point. Only one (laughs) other person in it. That's very weird for Kithki to sleep. Just, with two usually they're like usually they're like puppies um unless it's you know parents trying to sneak away from kitlings to make more kitlings but that's about that's about the only time you're gonna have two sleeping there and even then maybe not right. uh, with you know other grown-ups so uh you leave um the great door it does have because this is germentum it does have a bar but most nights um they don't bar it so you just slip out the and for a kithki structure these are these are pretty serious doors yeah. You go out. The night is a little cooler uh, than most of them have been. Not unpleasant, though. The stars pristine, welcoming, almost. You always feel yourself under the bracing air. You walk out to, you find yourself walking to the gate, and the pole is still there, maybe even a notch stronger. Ave, Sergeant. Ave, Corporal. Corporal. Yeah. Which corporal is it? Or doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, I'm going to say because uh, you haven't seen her in a while. This is Aida. Aida. Uh, Aida sure shot. Yep. Ave, Corporal. Aida. Oh. Uh, good eve to you, Sergeant. Are you? You look going out on patrol now by yourself. You know how sometimes I like to enjoy nature, and you never know when the Utini are, are about. I like to be prepared. I do know. Just uh, be careful out there, all right? I shall, Aida. All right, boys. Open up for him. Sure. So, the dual, the dual latch. You wander outside. You see Katrin's hut. 
Do you think of it as Katrin's hut or Figulus's hut or their hut? Um, that's a good question. Uh, their hut. Okay. It's, uh, it's a Kithki thing, so it's, it's whoever's in there, it's their hut. It's their hut. Okay. Nalishly, you have much to consider these past days. You've seen the city riven by chaos. You've seen brother forced to choose or declare against brother. Families, husbands and wives, even. You're beginning to understand in a more nuanced and painful way what faith means here in the world, the world of the living, and not the world of dreams and the void. And for whatever reason, and remember it's it's late in the late in the moon. So there is a little bit of illumination left from Lucida, from the bright moon, but not much. You look over and you normally don't think you would be able to see him. But now, on this night, you do. And you see a figure that has a... There are only two creatures in all of the city that have this profile, that have the silhouette, and they move differently from each other. One of them is Finny the Elder, who is a potent... You've, we may have to do a sparring match with you and him at some point. Uh, he is a potent creature who is steeped with the old power and was from the generation ahead of... Um, ahead of him fought at the Battle of the Bloody Shore all of that and then Merrick your your companion that you know and you know how he moves you have never studied him via the silhouette but now you do you see him walking out and make an insight check mm-hmm. minus two 15. Okay. As I said, on this night, you do. <laughs> so you see him walking, and you there is a there is a difference in the way that Merrick is moving now, where he's always he's always incredibly graceful and balanced. That that's that's not reading my mind here. That's not different. But he's moving in a way that doesn't seem present. That doesn't seem wholly embodied to you, which is very weird for him. Very, quite unusual. I, I touch the column bushes on the way out, like, gracefully with my hand as I walk by, like, mm. in that sort of surreal moment as I'm just, I'm just looking out. And this is, you know, in this dark night where there's just a bit of illumination left. So it's not a dark moon. You can still see somewhat. But, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you've walked into a dreamscape, honestly, because everything with just a hint of silver to it is so different. Uh, Umbra, the dark moon, sheds down its pitiless, quote, light. Mm -hmm. It will be ascended quite soon. Um, And you see him walking toward a grove you know quite well. Mm. Now you're in the garden. Do you want to go to In Figulus's garden? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to okay. walk slowly up to Merrick, and as I'm walking, just uh, try to see if I can get a better gauge if this is indeed Merrick walking. 
And as I get closer, I'm gonna call out Merrick. You got closer to him than you ever have before. Who's there? It is I. Oh, Nalishli. Nalishli, what are you, what are you doing here? Well, I saw you walking. What are you doing out here alone? You're almost at the tree line. I sometimes go scouting alone. I'm a scout. What are you scouting for? I am, I sometimes commune with nature. I, it's a way for me to at least silence for a time some of the demons I have inside of me. Are these demons stronger tonight? They have been, the demons themselves have been strong most nights, but no, tonight actually my Sutha, the great mother, is more stronger and present within me than ever. <laughs> How funny. You hear coming from the grove. Is that the, do I recognize that laugh from like the, the speaker of the Roth or Roth? It sounds pretty familiar. <sighs> do you recognize this laugh? It's that. That speaker of wrath, the mistress of the bloody soil. Mm, yes, she's she's waiting for me. She's always been waiting for me. Why? What quarrel have you with her? Other than the fact that I was pulled back from her grasp by the great mother, she probably thinks I'm hers. No, no, no. You have it all wrong. Come in and see if you would like, little Kithki, or not. But I can show you places that you are finally ready to see. What places do you speak of, woman? Come closer. Merrick, before you act, take pause and take heed. Do you need to end the quarrel now? Or can you wait? You don't know what she has in there. I don't. But I've been living with these burdens for 40, 30 some winters. And she is to blame? Perhaps. She haunts my dreams. She provides additional chains that have not released me, I believe, from the nightmares I still have of my past. Lies! Slander! No, you lie! Do I? Come and see little Kithki. Millishley's gonna get her winter's harvest, like, just in a better position. She's gonna look at Merrick. It is your decision. She is your demon to beat. But if she has you in chains, let's free you. I need to be freed. It's been too long. Everyone doesn't understand me. You don't understand me. I don't need to. Mm. There's a fell being in there. 
Let's go end this. End this for you. Let's, one way or the other. <sighs> he starts walking. You break the tree line. You vanish from the side of Jeramentum and walk into this grove, which you knew were here initially. And for the third or fourth time now, Merrick, you don't, you can't, you're not even sure. And that in itself is disturbing. You keep forgetting about this grove, even when you try to remind yourself of it. But when I enter, I remember. But when you enter, you remember that you've been here before. You were tested here by Figulus Naeus, among other things. Figulus, are you here? Are you tricking me again? And as you come in, something's different under, fell is a good word indeed, something is different under this, this fey moonlight, this sliver, this last gasp of Lucida. The trees, even the trees, seem different each time. The trees are different from when you were in here. There are more rocks. The soil itself is darker, although that could just be a trick of the light. But you don't think so. There is... is still dead or more dead or more alive? Heavier. More pregnant. There is a... A large, old tree as you came in. But that's not what that's not what grabs your attention. You see over here. And you know those damn trees were not there before. Two new trees. Two old trees. Two old trees. Withered. Struggling. As is would be impossible in Germ almost impossible in Germentum's fecund soil unless Somehow these trees were diseased. These remind you of bog trees, Merrick. Yeah, they're going to do a nature they, check. Or they, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm trying to figure out why. Can. Well, blessing. Maybe from the martyr. Okay. <laughs> this evening. Um, 15? Uh, your emotions are about to get the better of you. And then a calming breeze comes across your face. And you're able to pull out of that natural one. And instead, you just it just confirms for you that these trees, A, are the wrong kind of trees to be here, and B, there's no way that they could have sprouted overnight. Sprouted overnight piece is unless, unless your memory is playing tricks on you again. These trees are from the bogs. I also want to make a nature check. Go ahead. 18 plus... Plus one for three. you. Three. Oh, plus three for you. Okay. 21. You look... Um, no. It, your memory is clear mm -hmm. because of what happened with you in this glade. Um, he's right. The trees are unnatural, and the trees and those trees were not here when you were with Oekampa. And those trees would take decades to grow. Mm -hmm. Death is... Disease here right now. This grove... Jeremantum's Grove. Why do you persist in maligning my mistress? She does not seek death for death's sake. That would be the dread mother. She seeks the free flow of blood. Can uh, we see 
who's speaking now? She's in heavy shadows. You know the general direction. Which is she near the the trees? She's somewhere somewhere around, right around the trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Merrick touched Jem. Is it possible that you are still so blind after all these winters that my mistress has given thee? Do you still labor under the misapprehension that it was Gaia who saved you that night? Why fight? Why struggle? I come here not to give you chains, Chainbreaker, but to give you a true pathway. I can sense this being is different from when I saw her last in Memoria. Now, I give you a way forward as well. Is that what he'd done with my other brethren, the ones who... who defied us, who changed the Kingi? The Kingi have their own relationship. Yours would be unique. I do not speak idly, Merrick Touchdown. I can give you what you seek. Do not lie to yourself. Me does not matter, but not to thyself. One night, you will hurt her. One night, you will lose yourself. I won't. No. Yes, you will. I can't hurt her. She's everything to me. She takes a small, slightly curved knife out, but holds it, you know, more to herself. I can give you direction. Have direction. <laughs> you do not serve the dream. You serve whatever you comes of battle. Have ashes in your mouth. You. She begins to circle and step out from the shadows. You have desperation in your breath. You have nothing. I have much. I have everything. Shall we put that to the test? You are deception. I have spoken nothing but truth since we first encountered one another to the boy Lord to and now to you. Do you want my gift, her gift? The great mother's gift. That is not for you to decide. Are you? You are so blind. Can't you see her and the other and the man that sits in there with the golden light? Don't you understand what the nature of chosen are? Do you think that's merely a word? Do you think that's merely a the word? The old power comes from the great mother. The old power isn't what saved you, Merrick Touchdown. Not that night, and not now. <laughs> and as she gashes herself open, blood begins to flow in copious amounts. 
and it begins to hit the ground and sizzle. What are you doing? He prepares for whatever's okay. coming. You hear skittering. I uh, <sighs> feet on that, but not not from her, from from the outer edges, from the outer edges of the skittering dark. Skittering from the outer edges. Can we make? Do we see anything, or do we just hear it? You hear it right now. Can I use a wisdom check? Can I determine her? I mean, her intent. Can I read through her at all? You can try to make a insight check. Yes. That would be a 18. She is absolutely committed to her current course of action. And for what it's worth, and remember, you're dealing with somebody who's quite possibly batshit crazy. What she, it, what she's saying has the ring of truth in her eyes. Uh, both of you make, both of you make, you don't have tactics, so both of you make a raw intelligence check. 14 plus one, plus two, 16. 16? You got a pretty um, good one. 11. 11? Okay. So you see Nalesh herself, and uh, you can feel from, from how the skittering is going around you, Corey, you feel like you're about to be bum-rushed bum from all sides. The best, the best thing that you can do right now, unless you break and run right at this moment, is to go back to back with her, because otherwise these things are going to be swarming all over you. Get to my back. Hi. Okay. And. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Put my babies. There we go. My natural sense was to go up that tree, but I can't leave an ally. No, you're going to leave. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna leave her high and dry. <laughs> Came in uh, to help you. Also, you'd have to run into some deep shadow then at yeah. that point in the Ugh. tree. So it'd be it'd be iffy. Yeah. All right. So we've got. I'm gonna go ahead. Yay! Attack of the T Rex arm, part five. Okay. So maliciously, uh, this way is Germentum. Let me move these out of the way before I, before I smash something. Yes, this is a private scene, <laughs> and. So this way is, uh, you're not very far from the hut, that direction, that direction, and these things start swarming out. I'm going to let you, uh, unless you would be too focused on this, and uh, frankly, doesn't you, you're going to need a really high roll. Make uh, an investigation check, and I want to see if you notice one detail going on, or perception, either one. Uh, not very high. Um, 16? It's dark. Um, it's technically, should be, or roll again at, dis, at disadvantage. This is dark. I was just gonna raise the DC. A roll again? Yeah, yeah, you can keep the 16, but yeah, see, let's see if, the lower, if that's a lower roll. It is. It's uh, a nine. Okay. Something is happening where the blood, because you can hear the blood sizzling like batter on a hot griddle on the ground but you can't you can't resolve what's going on and make that out all right and these uh these things and with that role i'm going to say that you're braced for action so you so you all have readied in action um as these things come 
come scampering, scurrying, and charging out of the dark. Bazaret. Yep. Rick. Looking. These are pretty big and chunky creatures. And this one, Corey, is the largest and chunkiest. And he's coming right for you. Boop. Boop. Uh, Nalishly, as one of them moves into range, you're gonna get one preemptive strike. So go ahead and roll, because you have, because uh, you have uh, reach. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and for, pur- for purposes, for purposes of this battle, because the Bazarit actually, um, they do have smell and they can track in the dark, but they don't have very, very few things in a in this campaign actually have honest to honest to God's dark vision and the Bazard are not one of them. So instead of having everybody roll at disadvantage for everything, I'm just gonna say it's a net-net, and, and we're just rolling normally. Okay. Otherwise, I don't wanna have a roll Drag on the light. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one this one dashes, dashes forward, but they were at the end of their movement anyway. So they're coming in, and as one of them comes in, Corey, go, go ahead and make your attack as well. 27. Okay. Are you going after the alpha or are you going after one of the other three? I am going after one of the other three. Okay. Smallest one? Yes. Okay. Uh, Remember, this is a die eight with a gladius. It's a heavy weapon, and you're strong enough to use it. And uh, I don't know if I get anything out of that or not. Which one is? If you go, it's funny. Go for that one. If you go for this one, you yes, yes, you do. Yes, because it is technically trying to shove in to both of you at the same time. Make sure we kill them one at a time. Work together. Die. Nine. Nine. Nice. Okay. Uh. You drop low, and you have dealt with them now before in earnest. So their roll too. So their attack pattern doesn't uh, doesn't surprise you too much. There's a. Uh, however, make a dex check. You're about to find out why. Uh, that will be thirteen. Good enough. You manage to skim uh, skim around these. These ones have particularly pronounced squills. That you're that you're going through, so you can easily get punctured every time that you're attacking them. Okay. Can I pull out my shield if I didn't already, just to make note of that? I'm gonna say yeah. I had you. I, I had you with your shield out. Okay. Because you you said that you you were. My base would be in uh, 18 then, because regular other minus would be, one. Right. Yeah. Okay. We normally 19 normally, but minus one would be 18. Yeah. Okay. That's still pretty damn. That's still pretty damn good. You're you're even in melee. You're you're kind of a beast. Um, boop boop boop. Okay, and uh, that was your that was you attacking as as they came in, and they were basically dashing in. So that was their round, and you're moving again at the top of the round. Go ahead. Um, the next uh, small one near me, uh, okay. or one that one that or even one. If, can I can I even turn sideways and take one that's we're, we're in Lishy? Because there's like several in Lishy, so I'll do that. Uh, just a just a quarter turn. Quarter and turn and take that, that one out. Yeah. Sure. Blessed mother. Not very good. Uh, that will be a 13. Still manages to Ooh. land home. I'm taking these small ones. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, that will be 
plus eight damage. Okay. Does not go down now. Uh, Nalishly, what are you doing? Okay, can I do, um, if I do Arms of the Void, it's within a 10 foot radius, but is Merrick within? He is. Ugh. Otherwise, that would be brilliant. God. Okay. All right. Um, I am going to, in that case. I'm glad you're, th- I'm glad you're thinking that way. Right? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm going to, in that case, um, enter a rage. Okay. You feel it. You feel it coming up. <sighs> and I, like, I'm, this time I'm managing to keep it a little calmer because I think my weapon taught me a little something and I'm like keeping it dialed in. Okay. I just want to say that. I'm keeping a little okay. bit more dialed in. This isn't my okay. first rage at this point. This isn't your first rage rodeo. No. Okay. And I'm going to take... You feel Winter's Harvest present, presence flares up as soon as, you, as soon as you're active. active. Okay. All right. Um, Which one do you want to go after? I'm going to like in like those brief seconds, mm. those milliseconds before I am swinging the weapon. I am communing with this weapon and saying, behave, (laughs) but go for it. And I'm going to uh, start from the the one um, on just to the left of me. That was the one that Merrick injured badly, so yeah. Um, No, the other. Oh, oh, on your left. Yeah, on that left. Okay. And I'm going to swing as hard as I can to try to make it through at least two. Okay, let's see. Like the never-ending. Right, the never-ending quest. All of my core. <laughs> there is a feat for that. <laughs> there is. Kind of like wasted sharpshooting. We'll get it. 14 plus. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Wait, well, what do I I always plus forget. Six, plus plus six. six for what? Uh, to attack. Oh, to your attack. Because always you know, all to attack. The, we are in rage, plus the bonuses you already Got have. It. So plus, so, yeah. 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. That, that cleaves into its side. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a damage roll. So one die 10 plus one five. Die 10 plus five. This one is D ten. That is okay. I, I know what's going on. No, you got it. Did yeah. I get it? Yeah, okay. you got it. All right. Awesome. Is that a nine or a six? I never know. It's the first one. It's a six. It's a six. Yeah. Plus five, so eleven. Eleven. Okay. Because yeah. it's like it's basically sixty. Because you have it. This is the. Okay. Even, this is also the other D ten. Even is. though that one was the pretty, that one was a pretty beefy one. You still managed to. You still managed to sever most of its face off. <laughs> Um, make a uh, although they're on you now, so make a make a dexterity check yourself. The same one. Well, I don't know if it's there or not. But you can. Together. Six plus uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say your DC is a little bit your difficult the difficulty you have to roll. It's a little bit easier because of the kind of weapon that you're using. So that is just that is just enough to avoid it. Um. Okay, so that one, this one's dead. And how smart are they? Not that smart. So instead of properly coming around, uh, coming around Corey because you had turned and and flanking you, the elf is just enraged that his pack is going down. Oh, uh, Allie, don't forget you get a bonus attack because you're in a rage right now. Oh yeah. So. I think I'll take that. Okay, why don't you do that? <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to, hold on, I just have to stand up. To sure, do it. Left. We've got three next to Merrick? Yeah, three next to Merrick, three on you. This one Merrick has, has on death's door. Okay. okay, I'm going to go for the one um, immediately to my left then. Um, 
Okay. The this... one, yes, okay. next to the one I just All right. yep. Go played. Ahead. I'm going to swing Winter's Harvest, and again, in that moment, communing with the weapon. Okay. And saying, like, this time, let it rain. Um, and I'm going to swing it straight through the center of his body. Okay. 14 plus... That's a six again. So that's 20, another 20, 20. 20. Damn. Okay. Yeah, roll damage. Okay. Which is 1d10. That one is a... 9? That's a 9. That's a 9. nine. Okay. And that is another Bazrit. That is another Bazrit. Uh, power, powerfully dispatched. Uh, make another make another dex check to see if you avoid the quills. Oh. Yeah, I think that's a four. Okay. Wait, Dex, Dex, Dex. He has a four. That's a natural one. <laughs> so you get even even with the reach of the weapon as you're coming down at the severe angle, it's lunging. It lunges up. You don't have the mother's blessing. And fortunately, your skin is pretty tough, and it slices you for two points of damage. Two the quill. The quill does. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, finally, these poor. Abused Bazaret. Yeah, right. Get to go. <laughs> All right, Alpha first. You manage to jam your shield down, Corey, and do its snout, and it just snaps on the banded iron. Uh, the other two. God, they were having a rough time. Okay, they're trying to be ankle biters. You're doing. You're doing a little dance and keeping lead on your feet and manage to avoid both of those. Is there, oh, yeah, this, uh, this I want to use, since this is my favorite enemy, can I do any sort of knowledge check to know if I kill the alpha, will the others scatter? What, what's the what's the pack tactics or, or oh, yeah. things that I might know about sure, them? absolutely. Ooh, that's a 17 plus, what do I, oh, this is survival? Yeah. Uh, plus. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, so 23. Mm. Um. Killing the alpha is always a good idea, as far as these creatures are concerned. I know people 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 debate about uh, alpha alpha theory amongst humans in real life, but it, as far as Bazrut are concerned, yeah, it's the thing. Okay. Um, you don't know if that's going to guarantee that they scatter or not, but. Oh, the alpha, Leslie. Which one's the alpha? <laughs> this one. <laughs> so it's this big. I mean, this thing's like the size the of a, one. like a large German Shepherd or yeah, something. You probably see like, yeah. like twice the size of the others, uh, or some of them. One, two. Okay, and actually, God, tearing through them. Ooh, baby. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oof. Um, both of them got through. Okay, and initially, even though you have some damn hard flesh. They managed to ankle bite oh, no. their way into you. And they do a total of eight points Ooh. of damage to you. No, I mean, these things can quickly kill humans. You know, that'd be a normal human right there. Swarming. Yeah. That's an, it's, no, they're, they're, they're bad. You guys are chosen, so you can fight them like this, but normal humans would just get eaten. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. I will turn to face the alpha and attack yeah. it. Okay. Mm, not very good. Um, that will be a 12. Okay. Uh, its hide is a little tougher than the others, a little thicker. And although you cut some, you cut some blubber, it doesn't really seem to do much against it. <sighs> break, break the skin, but yeah, that's, that's it. Mm. 
Which one is the alpha? Can you point it out to me? This guy. Can I uh, step slightly over um, next next to Merrick? If you did that, the two on you would get attacks of opportunity. However, because you have a long weapon and you're tall, you could try to do one Go of over the top? Over. Yeah. All right, I'm going to, yeah, stand essentially. And I'm short. Yeah, I'm gonna stand right, right over Merrick and swing down over his head. That is making you more vulnerable to at least one of them, though. Which one? This one. And there's two uh, who are still living in two front of me. Two on you, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack the the one to the left. Of okay. Me. Okay. Go. All right. Ooh. Uh-huh. Um, that's gonna be an eight. Wait, is that right? Is that six? Uh oh, that's eleven. Eleven. Okay. Thank God. Um, oh, not great. It manages to to squirm out. All right, you get a rage attack. Okay, rage attack. I'm going to say weapon, behave. Now is your time for blood. Okay. Same one. Same one. You're going after the same one. Okay. I'm going after the same one. Just quick jab. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Fifteen plus six is twenty-one. Right in the snout. Nice. Uh, right in the hisser. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. Die ten. Oh wait, no, it's this one. Eight. Eight? Uh, base, yeah, no, that's more than enough. No, actually! Oh, I can't say anything, I guess, by the way. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, it's my core, you're doing it the hard way. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's, 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 here's Donnie's buddy cop situation. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna resolve, uh, yeah, I'll do the alpha first. It'll fall. Yeah, okay. The Alpha finally gets to take a bite out of crime. <laughs> and sweet meat right here. And uh, savages your thigh for six points of damage. <laughs> like an oversized rat monstrosity, rat porcupine, German Shepherd monstrosity, Frankenstein mashup. Uh, and then it's two friends. Oof, Corey, they're roughing you up. Not bad. All right. Uh, that's another nine points of damage. You see them, you see them swarming on him now. They're starting to crawl up him maliciously, getting into his shoulder, biting, trying to overbear him. Fortunately, your, your center of gravity is low. And so they haven't managed to knock you over because the real killing, the rapid killing will happen when they get you off your feet Mm -hmm. and then can, and then can properly swarm. Uh, okay, Merrick, what are you doing? Um, you I'm got these rat horrible things on top of you. I'm attacking the alpha. Okay, all right. Yep, go. Twenty-one. You get into its belly. Uh, it is not. It is not close enough to her, so it's just raw damage. Yep. It's not bad. Uh, for eight. Eight. Yep. Okay. That would have dispatched one of the lesser ones, but the alpha is too tough. The alpha! <laughs> Can you imagine these three things on yeah. him and just gnawing at him? Yeah. Like, okay. All right. Um, at this point, I, I, I hear, I heed the words. <laughs> I heed the words. And um, 
I'm going to. <laughs> you're playing the wisdom right. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean she's but she's battle busted. And you're also a barbarian trying to kill things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think at this point I'm gonna jump if he Merrick's on the ground, correct? Not like, not yet. They're, not they're, yet. they're all three of them. I mean Merrick's very you strong. See blood everywhere. But all three of them are trying to push in the same direction. Okay. To get to knock him over, but they haven't they haven't. How how tall is Merrick? Uh, three, three five. five. All right, I'm gonna jump over Merrick <laughs> and over the Bazaret to the other side of them, and swing Winter's Harvest into the Alpha. Okay. Uh, this one is going to get an attack of opportunity on you as you leap away. I don't know. What do you want me to go no, for the alpha? It. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Really. You got lots of hit points. Okay. It tears. It leaps after you. Which in one? The air. That one does? Now you leap, make an, ath- make an athletics roll. Can you believe this? Um, that's going to be um, four. Okay. So what happens is... <laughs> You start to jump. This thing, it jumps up. It latches onto your thigh with a crit, and it drags you. It drags you back down. It's not strong enough or heavy enough to drag you directly down, but it pulls you off to one side, and you land. Make a dex check to see if you can maintain your balance. It was a good idea, Ali. It, it was, was a good, good idea. Good idea. Yeah, no, it was. It was it's a great idea. Woo, we're having uh, ten. We're having issues. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna see about. The Bazarit manages to drag you down. No. <laughs> okay. And it got you for... Baby, it is good that you are a, you are a unit. Uh, it just gnawed. It would have torn your, torn your leg off if you were anybody else. That's 10 points of damage. <laughs> Feel the flow in you. Closer and closer, touch him. Closer now. And you can still, there's something still going on over there. Uh, okay, that was initially. Do I have a bonus action? You do have a bonus action. Okay. Well, a bonus attack. Bonus attack. Yeah. Okay, all right, give it a. Why wouldn't I? Give, um, it, a, give it a poke, give something. Okay, I'm going to, from the ground, I am going to swing my weapon around Merrick. Okay. Like, if he's standing here and the Bazarit's right here, I'm going to swing it around for the weapon to hit into the side of this alpha. Does she get the moat with movement? You, uh, no. Does she stand? No. No, because the target... Uh, oh, I think, she, I think it's can, half movement to stand can, back Can she up. stand? Yes. I oh, would, okay. Yeah. I get half movement. Right. Yeah. It'd be better for you to yeah, stand. stand. Yeah, stand. Thank you. I didn't know that. Okay, okay. so you fight. Uh, you fight. I was debating it, but no. That's good. Okay. Uh, you fight your way up, and you can't... <sighs> no, it's it's on you now, Ellie. What, the one right in yeah. front of me? Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to swing have on to him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to... I'm so piss and I'm just gonna even speak to my to Winter's Harvest at this point and be like, do you want blood or not? Okay. Okay. As you're trying to like jab it straight down. Uh 14. 14. Roll damage. Four. Plus. Oh plus plus five total. Five. Nine. Yeah. Uh, and then roll a die four on top of that. The triangle. Four. Four. Okay, so you have a similar 
a similar situation where you have to choke up on the haft of Winter's Harvest because it's such a long reach weapon. Fortunately, this thing doesn't know much about close quarters combat. It's just swinging around like crazy. So you choke up on it, drive it down, and as it hits, you hear the same and you see the snout break off uh, and its face is gone. It doesn't have a face anymore, Allie. Uh, make a dex check and see if you get stuck on the quills. Um, 15. 15? Okay. How many are left? Three? Three. All right, and now they're gnawing away. Did I get attacked this round? Okay, maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, okay, you managed, you somehow managed to fend off the two lessers, and then Biggie Baby gets his incisors into you. Biggie Baby does another six points of damage. Merrick falls. Okay. He's on. Feasting. All right, we're gonna pause there. <sighs> You're floating. You can feel some sort of slick, hot substance trickling across your cheek. It's hard for you to understand if you're on your back or if you're standing up or if you're just bobbing down like some piece of flotsam along life's river, along some sort of pathway. And you're in this in the same way that you were in this dreamscape coming over to the glade. You're in a dreamscape and you're back in the kitchen, the kitchen where you served two hard, long winters of slavery, where you were chained like an animal and beaten and tortured and starved and mocked and terrified. And even though you tried to be as strong as you could, you were only 16 at that time. And a horrible thought occurs to you, Merrick. And then she says it out loud. What went in to the kitchen isn't what came out of the kitchen, little Kithki. And you see her standing there under, under the barred window. She takes a step closer to you and you're young again. The wounds of you being gilded are fresh, agonizing between, between your legs. Toes is cowering in the pantry, brutalized anew. One of the strongest people you've ever known in her way. Yeah. And this woman, whose name I will remind you, you still don't know, takes a second step toward you. And Who are you? She just smiles. 
she starts to reach. I'm six, I'm, I'm sixteen at this point. Yeah, I mean you you know who you you know who you are. It's not like you don't have memory. No, I'm, I'm thinking about my voice and but the body. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> where am I at? Where am I at? No, sixteen that's, years old. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And you, little Kithki, may call me Kananus. Have I heard of Kananus? Kananus. No, you have not. Now, just as you would not have left that kitchen without my mistress's aid, you will not leave this glade. Do I know that to be true? Do I recall the moon or the light or anything that I can recall regarding that? In the depths of that hellhole, you honestly do not know what answered you. And your faith for the first time in 48 winters wavers. Doubt springs up. Not that it was not the hand of divinity that touched you. Because because what flowed into you was impossible. Remember, for that moment, you didn't have a 17 strength. You had a 20 strength when you broke the chain. Yeah. But looking back, the way that your, that your distant cousin, Wella Dushine, who's a whistler, the way that she describes Paluit, the way that she describes encountering the mother, even the way that Finney, the elder, describes the great mother surging through him, you've always felt different toes though gave me the the way the path and now even your memory who's to say Merrick who's to say what actually happened in that place it's all very difficult to remember she begins to slit but this time it isn't a reckless slash it's a cross And she detaches her hand. A scalpel of Makarian steel that you remember all too well. Not a crude blade. I do. And she has the stump out. She comes now above you and in that in that dream logic her step covers the rest of the room. And it's beginning to well Can't be. and drip. The dream is good. Your momentum is good. You are not. You are a servant. You are an emissary. The construct beside you has the dread mother. Well, well. The mistress of the bloody field deserves her due also and demands it. There is another that you will find, and you will kill him, or he will kill you. It matters not, but you are destined to find each other. Oh, yes. Now, do you drink, or do you die, little Kithki? Because the Dread Mother cannot save you now. Nor even can the Great One. 
It's a bulbous, impossibly large droplet at her wrist and it's starting to come down in slow motion. Nilishly is between the ticks, roaring, fighting like a fighting in a furious storm of slashing and hacking, trying to save your trying to save your your brother from going down as these things are trying to just eat through his head. I may not be able to save myself, but maybe I can save the dream. And he goes for it. Uh all right, I'm gonna have one round. Sorry, Justin. I know I'm up and down. <laughs> I'm gonna have one round of combat with you, and I want to see if you can prevent him from dying in that round. Oh, okay. No pressure. No pressies. Okay. Um, what are you doing? All right. I have to stand up. Sorry. I will say the one advantage you have is they're now in a feeding frenzy. Uh huh. And they're not paying any attention to you. Okay. I'm gonna go. I guess first, I have to be careful with my blade because uh, I don't want to kill him. I can kill him. So I'm going to aim for the midsection of the alpha. Um, so okay. I'm assuming it's just like behind, like it's just past his legs. Yeah. And I'm going to come down over the top okay. on the alpha. Uh, all right. And like I said, because they're in a feeding frenzy, you can, and they are heedless of their safety and are not moving, you can do so with advantage. Sixteen plus. Yep. We'll, roll, we'll roll again. I'll roll again. Might get better. Advantage. Okay. okay. Thirteen. Okay, but sixteen, 16 plus six. Sixteen plus six. Twenty-two. <gasps> All right, you come down. You come down square on that center of mass. Roll, Allie. Roll well. This is it. D ten. It is. All right. Come on, baby. Okay, D ten. I want a ten. I want a ten. Seven. Okay. Plus, yeah, well, plus plus another five. <laughs> and as the thing explodes, as you shatter, as you sever and shatter its spine, and its guts explode out under <laughs> the bloody earth, the bloody soil, you see Merrick in the next moment <gasps> scream. He's out of his head. Merrick, welcome to third level. Roll hit points. Uh, rank, uh, yeah, Ranger. Uh, Better of the two. <laughs> and that's what you're operating with. Nine and nine. Okay. Oh, ten. Is that ten? Ten. 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 Okay. And you can, you can see this blood all around you. And out of the gore and the viscera, you are reborn or at least revived. And in that moment, Roth, the mistress of the bloody soil, the chooser of the slain, is with you. What do you do? Do I feel the urge to drink the blood? Do I? You're enraged. You want more blood. There's never, there's never gonna be enough blood. Yeah, five I'll, seconds. I'll go after her. Session. Okay. After. After Roth. Uh, so what is your care? What is now? Oh, you're back. All right, where am I at? So I, I've, I've gotten up. Yep. And I feel blood, and I'm enraged. Mm-hmm. 
I see Nalishly. Yeah. Nothing else. Well, no, these two creatures are trying to... Oh, I'm going to do the creatures first. Okay. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you can, you can do it if okay. you want to. No, 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 no. Okay. So I'll, I will go after the next creature I see. I want someone is more bloodthirsty than Nalishly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we've got problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is, he's out of his head. And you have an insight yourself in that moment that although you are going to be given to great passions, obviously you are literally and metaphorically built different. And right now, this is a state of, a state of berserk ecstasy. You don't know if you can ever, if you can ever even experience, let alone appreciate. Okay, roll to hit. The first one in front of me, randomly, I'm not gonna even be tactical at this point because I'm, I'm kind of berserky. Yeah. Mm, 12 plus seven, That'll 19. do it. Go ahead. Is the one, I, which one do I'm hitting? Uh, this one. All right, then that's normal, it looks yeah. like. Uh, four, six, and then three, nine. Nine. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, you just plunge it. You plunge it through the head, all crude, no, uh, no technique. Just mu- just muscle it through. Uh, the last one, <laughs> and you cut yourself on the porcupine quill. You don't, don't care. care. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't even notice. Um. Oh, you know what, baby? This is me. Uh, you actually have a lot more hit points because uh, you are much more difficult to damage during that. Didn't matter for this fight. I will remember it for next okay. fight. Yep. Because you find that out about yourself. When the rage is flowing through, it actually blunts a lot of the force and damage. Okay. So just uh, make a note and okay. make sure that I, I don't uh, boff on that next time. Um, a lot less damage resistance. Yeah. No, she's tough. She's, she's a tank. Uh, you are not, although you're a lot tankier uh, in the moment. So this last one now, Finally, it, it, uh, you know what? Yeah, it's gonna go, it's gonna go down swinging. Yeah. It gets its bite in, boy. It gets its precious bite in. And it does seven points of damage to you. And you already took one point from the quill, but you're still up. You're still freaking up. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. That's crazy. That was a good max hit for point roll for God. Or you would have gone right back down because that's the perversity of the dice. You can yeah. have a cool moment. You can be right back down. Okay. Uh, um, while that's going on, Nalishla, I'm going to give you a last shot at this thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to... I mean, that was the one that was sorely wounded anyway. Yeah. I'm going to step next to Merrick. Okay. Better shot. And this one I'm going to straight through. Eighteen plus six is twenty-four. And done. All right. Am I still enraged? Make a wisdom check. Twenty. 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 Natural twenty. And like a and like you are submerged in the same warm salty liquid. You feel a kind of peace, a kind of satiation wash over you, not calm, satiation. A beautiful thing to see. The butcher is a sadistic creature, but I do not know what kind of creature you will be yet. I await with bated breath. And she actually gives you a kind of half 
half knightly and half curtsy. What have you done to me? Allowed you to see your same, yourself better. You can thank me later. Perhaps in the next life. I'm almost done here. <laughs> and now the blood gushes out even sooner. And you guys were, y'all were completely absorbed with the struggle that was going on. You see this thing bubbling up, coming, finishing, as it seems like she holds an impossible volume of blood in her body and her gray-streaked, dark-eyed self as, it, as her hand vanishes under the torrent. Well met, brother. And you see this thing bubbling. I don't know what's going to come. It seems... Almost, because you rolled a 20. Normally, I'd say you're out, of, you're out of your gourd, but you're having this real weird, hyper-focused moment or string of moments. So you're seeing exactly what's going on. Your eyes aren't quite as keen, but you're seeing some large, large and growing shape, but it seems somewhat stable even as the edges waver. Merrick, you can see as a bit of the sliver hits a bit of Lucita's sliver hits this thing. It looks like a massive pile, humanoid-ish pile with a hunchback of blood with an impossible level of surface tension somehow keeping it together. Come get out of here! I'm even. Am I in a state to be able to run, have have that sort of thought process at this point? You can. Okay. Let's leave. Okay. It's bad. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you start hauling ass. Yeah. You go with him. Initially, I'll just say this: like calls to like. Whatever is going on in that pile, that hunched back. Impossible surface tension of blood pile shifting. Like calls to like. You see Merrick running. She stays behind your step slow. You won't stop. Leave. No, I, I only remember. You won't leave a sister in arms behind. But you're Ashley, what's wrong? I, it's some. I think I start firing at it while she's thinking. I'm not going to sit there. Okay. I'm. I'm in, am I still in a rage at this point? You're. You have the fury, but unlike his, you're dancing with yours. It's circulating through you. So, just clarifying, is this a point where I could use a spell? Uh, do you do you try to ground yourself out first? Yeah, I guess I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, baby, make a wisdom check. All right. I says emotions are <laughs> lying. But she would just wouldn't leave. She just wouldn't. 13 plus... Minus, minus two. Oh, fuck. So you're struggling with it. Make one last uh, religion check. And actually, Corey, normally I wouldn't say this. You make a religion check, too. 
Sechs. Sechs? Okay. You're just kind of, you're kind of captivated right now by it. Not mesmerized, but you have, yeah, you don't want to leave. You don't want to leave. This is the first thing that feels, doesn't feel exactly like you, but it's the first thing that feels anything like you. Sixteen. Also with your passive investigation, her body, uh, Kananus's uh, body. body seems to have sunk into the ground. You can see a little bit of displaced soil there. Now you're not a divine construct. You don't have the direct line that militially sometimes does. But what you can feel now as you feel these channels of power, of dark, sullen, but potent power coursing through you anew, that you've always, you've always straddled that line, Merrick. You've always had that. But now it's there. It's not deniable anymore. At least not to yourself. And you can feel some like thing happening over there. And your mind, because you are... In a different era, you would be quite a detective. Your mind races back to her fugue and her her, her, gest- her birth yeah. and her gestation. And you don't think whatever this creature is, you know you're not going to see it tonight or the next night or the next night. That's not how these things work. The magics are mighty, but they do, even these magics take time. Even Elishley with the Dread Mother took, took some time. And this thing seems to have stabilized. I mean, that is to say... The edges of it are constantly in motion. It's not in the earth like she is. Of course, it wouldn't be. This is Roth. This is Roth's hand. This is not Tescotley's hand. It's not going to be quiet or hidden. It's going to be birthed on a field of, of, of death. And as you think that, you see all the blood in an eerie but amplified reenactment of what happened with Winter's Harvest at the steps at the temple. The blood begins from all these creatures, begins to make its way, almost like it's running downhill. It's not, but almost like it's running downhill to join into whatever this creature is, this birthing this birthing creature is. Elishly Roth has planted her own seed, similar to Tuscotley, who planted you. There. Can't you see the blood running back to it? It's just like yours. A day in the future, it will arise like you did. I believe. Somehow I, I know. There is some solid core in front of it. In the dark in this moment, you can't say. But there is some solid core that's floating amongst the crimson liquid, slowly. I walk towards it. Okay. And I examine what, a little closer what's going on. Something is floating around in it. You can't, in the dark, you can't, you can't make it out. That sliver, that little sliver, that trick of Lucida isn't, isn't enough. You strain, but it looks like, although it looks, it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like a person or anything like that. It's an object of some it's sort. It's an object of some sort that's floating around in it. Maybe, maybe yay, yay high, and, you know, like this. Does my does my weapon 
yearn for this, for this big blood thing. Mm. Tezcatli is an ancient goddess, Allie. And although she is ferocious and formidable, she is also wise. And in its way, Winter's Harvest is as well, even if savage. It knows this is unknown. This is somebody else's turf. Mm. You do not, you, that isn't to say that you couldn't touch it with Winter's Harvest, but there is something that stays your hand. Mm. That would be a heavy choice to make. Perhaps a declaration of war. Mm. I will move my hand towards it and see if it's comforting, or I wouldn't even use the word comforting. Not comforting. Not painful or accepting. There is a certain unfortunate, sorrowful familiarity, though. I'm afraid it's something, an object. It will be some time in the making. That much you know. How, when, why, the rest of it. I'm going to put my hand on Merrick's shoulder. Merrick, this... This belongs to someone else. You must return. Yeah. <sighs> so much. Thank you. And I don't she's know just what I've start done without you. Him, steering him away. Okay. He turns. And as the evening unfolds, uh, no more words are exchanged between these two war- very different, but still, in some ways, very quite similar warriors. You see him to the gate, bid the guards open. They don't argue. And then you go back to your haven to contemplate. And as you, and as you tread back to home. I don't want to go home. You stop yourself. I don't want to go home. Where do you go? Where do you go on this night where your faith has been shaken and your conception of who and what saved you sorely tested and now in question? I am going to go to the bonfire. Still there. Still remnants of it. You sit. Merrick. As the dawn comes up, some of them find you there, quietly weeping. And that's where we'll end it. (sighs) (sighs) So, our... Fellowship member Merrick now has a better understanding of himself. Perhaps Nalishly has a better understanding of herself, and both of them certainly have have an expanded awareness of the forces that are around them. Thank you very much for giving us the greatest gift that there is to give another person, your time, and... I hope that as you have your own travels and adventures out there, that you stay both well and curious. Thank you very much. 
Thank you. Thank you.